You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpel965.com. KPL covers Acadiana with Lowry's printing and copying. Help bring hope to the homeless in Acadiana this Christmas season by sponsoring a child through the Gifting Grace Project. Go to giftinggraceproject.com to select a child from their virtual angel tree. All donation of toys or money are due on Friday, December 9th and can be dropped off at the Gifting Grace Project headquarters. On Friday, December 9th, 2022, from 5 to 7 p.m. in Bendel Gardens, a meal's fourth annual holiday hot cocoa fundraiser is happening. This is a completely free event with live music, hot cocoa, and food trucks. The suggested donation is $5 or you can purchase a custom mug for $20. All proceeds from this event are going to the Junior League of Lafayette. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel965.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. It's an extra chilly morning for some in North Carolina. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The power's out a second straight morning for 37,000 homes and businesses around Carthage, where it's just below freezing out. After vandals fired shots Saturday and damaged two substations, Moore County Sheriff Ronnie Field says... No motivation. Uh, nobody's, uh, no group has stepped up to uh, acknowledge or accept it. Uh, they're the ones that done it, so yeah. I call them cowards. A new $60 price cap on Russian oil. The U.S. and our G7 allies imposed took effect today, punishing it for the Ukraine invasion. Russia says it won't supply countries that don't pay full price for oil. It's a final day to campaign before tomorrow's Senate runoff in Georgia. We've elected people to Washington that have forgotten about that. We do have a border. Republican Herschel Walker is trying to unseat Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock. The four most powerful words in a democracy are the people have spoken. Well, former President Trump continues to claim he won the 2020 election, posting online rules and even parts of the Constitution should be thrown out so he can be reinstated as president. New York Congressman Hakeem Jeffries, the soon-to-be House Minority Leader, called it a strange statement. He said Republicans must decide on whether to seek compromise. Or continue to lean into the extremism, not just of Trump, of Trumpism. While some in the GOP still support the former president, Congressman Dave Joyce of Ohio says a narrow majority from voters means not looking back. They gave us an opportunity and we need to perform and we need to care about the issues that they care about. Both were on ABC's This Week. That's Fox's Colonel Scott, a star baseball player from the 80s and 90s, headed to the Hall of Fame. Fred McGriff voted in by a special new committee and he tells MLB Network. It's a great honor. It's, it's, it's the ultimate. Every player's uh, goal is to make it to Cooperstown, be a Hall of Famer. Some star players tainted by steroids were again denied, including Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. America's listening to Fox News. Dell Technologies Days of Deals for Business start now with fresh, limited quantity deals on tech to drive productivity. Save on select performance laptops and desktops powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything, and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. 
Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. China has eased more COVID restrictions after widespread protests over lockdowns and forced testing and a zero COVID policy to try to stop the virus's spread. Here in the U.S., there's concern about what some call a triple-demic of three illnesses now spreading, COVID, RSV, and the flu. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention kicks off its National Influenza Vaccination Week, an annual campaign to remind everyone six months old and older that there's still time to get a flu vaccine. Officials encouraging folks to spread the word in person, releasing printable flyers and online with hashtag fight flu or tagging at CDC flu on Twitter. The CDC seeing an uptick in recent flu cases across the nation with the season starting earlier than usual, reporting at least 78,000 hospitalizations and over 4,500 deaths from the flu. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks could fall to start the week. Dow futures down more than 100 points. On Sunday night football. Hoax brings five. Prescott throws and he's complete. C.D. Lamb, was he down? They say no for now. And he's into the end zone for a touchdown. And the Dallas Cowboys scored a lot more, blowing out the Indianapolis Colts 54-19 on NBC earlier. You could call it a Cincinnati trifecta. The Bengals beat the Chiefs 27-24. That's three straight Cincinnati victories over Kansas City in this calendar year. The margin in each contest was three points. The 49ers ended Miami's five-game winning streak. San Francisco topped the Dolphins 33-17. Jimmy Garoppolo left the game with a foot injury. Brock Purdy guided the Niners to the win. Philadelphia improved to 11-1 by downing Tennessee 35-10. Former Titan A.J. Brown caught two TD passes and to Sean Watson was sloppy in his return from an 11-game suspension, but the Cleveland Browns topped Houston 27-24. That's Bob Mortali. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Football is here, and we've teamed up with Restoration One for something that will make any fan yell, who dat? We want to send you and a guest to NOLA for an NFL experience that you'll never forget. It's the ultimate who dat experience, and we're giving you the chance to see New Orleans play up close and personal, live from the plaza level of the Caesars Superdome. Score a pair of tickets to Dome Home Games, as well as a pair of passes to hang out with DJ Digital at the official VIP tailgate, a fully catered pregame party put on by Bullseye Event Group, with free food and an open bar on the rooftop patio of Benson Tower overlooking Champion Square. And thanks to our friends at Legends Bar and Grill, even when the black and gold are playing on the road, you can still celebrate black and gold style at home with a Legends Tailgate prize pack. Beat the squad with 10 burgers, 10 wraps, and 20 bags of chips. You can enjoy at a Legends location or on the big screen at the house. The weekly deadline to enter will be Thursday at midnight. You only need to enter once per game, but every week will be a new opportunity for you to win. All you need to play is the KPL News app. So download it now and enter to win today. Restoration One is your local business to help with any water, fire, and mold damage. Call 337-RESTORE. That's 337-RESTORE to get your property back to its full glory. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. For KPL News, I'm Brandon Cummer. Taking a look at some of our top stories this morning. The, a Louisiana mom is suing Airbnb over the death of her son. Jennifer Marshall's son, Jordan Marshall of New Orleans, was one of three American tourists who died of carbon monoxide poisoning at an Airbnb rental in Mexico City last October. The suit seeks to hold Airbnb accountable and to require all of their listings to include working smoke 
and carbon monoxide detectors. The Supreme Court is hearing a case of a Christian graphic designer who objects to designing websites for gay couples. The designer says a ruling against her would force many artists to do work against their beliefs. Her opponents say if the court rules against them, it would allow businesses to discriminate against couples based on race, religion, interracial, or interfaith beliefs. Federal officials say inflation has slowed somewhat in recent weeks, but is it enough to be felt at street level by the average consumer? Kevin Gallagher has more. UL Lafayette economics professor Gary Wagner. I think in the short term, the answer to that is probably no. He says the 6% growth reported is an improvement, but too little to make a measurable difference in the average household. Wagner says look for the Fed to continue raising interest rates into 2023 to help slow the inflation growth. But there's more to the equation than that. I think the labor market's going to continue to slow. So I think in that way, economic conditions are going to continue to worsen. Not the rosiest of pictures. I'm Kevin Gallagher. You know, the holiday shopping season got off to a good start for retailers, and it's anticipated to continue. Here's Brooke Thornton. LSU Marketing Associate Professor Dan Rice says Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and Cyber Monday got off to a promising start. Retailers have been moving more and more towards early sales, and it seems like more and more people are taking advantage of that. He says sales are expected to increase as much as 8% from last year. Some of that may be coming from the fact that inflation has driven prices up. Despite inflation. But based on the shopping trends that we're seeing, it looks like, for the most part, consumers are out there shopping. I'm Brooke Thorrington. The LSU Ag Center says it's possible this year's sugarcane crop could set a new record if sugar recovery levels continue to perform well. LSU Ag Center sugarcane specialist Dr. Kenneth Gravois says a couple of dry months in the harvest season allowed this season's sugarcane harvest in South Louisiana to get off to a fast start. Even though it's been rainy and very wet lately, uh, most of our bad land is out, so that means most of our higher, sandier ground is left for harvest. He says it looks like the crop will produce some 245 pounds of sugar for each ton of sugarcane harvested, which could lead to a record crop. We have the potential to make over 2 million tons this year. We'll celebrate that one after the crop. <laughs> Early in the season, mills were struggling due to high molasses levels, but Grava says it appears the problem has solved itself. Our mill capacities have gone up since we've kind of gotten past the molasses issue. So right now, our mills are grinding at a higher rate with high sugar recovery. According to the American Sugarcane League, Louisiana sugar industry had an economic impact of about $3 billion in our state, with nearly 17,000 jobs throughout Louisiana supported by sugarcane. The runoff election for Louisiana Public Service Commission District 3 is getting national attention and a lot of money is being spent. Marcin Goldsby has more. 30-year-old challenger Devontae Lewis and 57-year-old incumbent Lambert Boisset III are in a runoff December 10th. LawPolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford says Lewis raised $30,000 in just one three-day period last week and then Boisset loaned himself $20,000. This is uncommon. This is rare. We do not see incumbents kind of fall behind the eight ball. The BSC regulates utilities and sets electric rates. This may be like the first peak of this anti-energy sentiment because I think some of that is rolled in. I'm Marcin Goldsby. In local news, Lafayette fire crews were called to the scene of a house fire early Sunday morning in the 100 block of Chag Street in the city. The home sustained significant damage and the homeowner reported minor injuries while trying to escape the fire. Investigators believe the blaze may have been started by a propane heater. Opelousas police say a man was walking from his business to his car on Saturday 
when he was shot in the stomach by an unknown assailant. The shooting happened near South Union and Madison Streets. The victim was transported to a Lafayette hospital. The shooter remains at large. Louisiana's Raging Cajuns football team has accepted an invitation to the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl in Shreveport. The Cajuns will face the Houston Cougars on December 23rd. It's the Cajuns' fifth consecutive bowl appearance, but their first in the Independence Bowl. A $50,000 Powerball winner was sold in Sorrento, Louisiana, as part of Saturday night's drawing. That drawing did not produce a jackpot winner, so when they draw again tonight, the estimated top prize will be $89 million. By the way, Tuesday's Mega Millions drawing will be worth an estimated $354 million. The Lafayette Farmers and Artisans Market will host a Christmas market at Monkus Park on Thursday evening this week. The event, featuring a variety of food and gift ideas, will be held under the Oaks between 5 and 8 p.m. Snow for Louisiana this winter? While it's not likely, there is at least a better possibility of frozen precipitation in the state. This after NOAA issued a revised winter weather forecast. The earlier forecast had called for much warmer temperatures and less precipitation, and at least one long-range forecast model is suggesting snow for Louisiana in early January. Back to sports. After losing in the SEC championship game, LSU will have an opportunity to win its 10th game of the season in Orlando when they play Purdue in the Citrus Bowl on January 2nd at noon. Coach Brian Kelly believes it's already been a successful season, winning the SEC West, but getting to 10 wins would be really sweet. You do want people to feel good about it from an outside-in perspective, and a win would do that. Ten wins does that. It's kind of that, you know, that mark that if you can get the double digits, you know, you can kind of walk away and go, all right, everybody feels good about it. Season tickets are up. Everybody's feeling good. Everybody's patting themselves on the back. There is a chance some major contributors to the 2022 team will not play in the bowl game and instead prepare themselves for the NFL draft. Kelly says they'll have those discussions with those players. And we'll give them both sides of the story. Is it better to practice and prepare and and work on your skill development as you kind of get ready for, you know, an East-West Shrine game or, uh, a, you know, a senior bowl? Uh, is is that better than, you know, trying to run a 40? Uh, we'll, we'll give them all that information. And then ultimately it's their choice. The NCAA transfer portal opens today. And LSU hit the portal hard to help create the 2022 season. Kelly says they'll get some guys out of the portal again this year but they really want to build a program with players they sign out of high school. We don't always want to be a turn-it-over program where we're bringing in transfers and turning the program over. So we need to grow, and you got to do that by recruiting freshmen and giving them the opportunity to step on the field and, and develop. Meanwhile, after winning the American Athletic Conference, Tulane will play in the Cotton Bowl and face USC on January 2nd. Coach Willie Fritz says he can't wait to take on the Trojans. Well, playing New Year, Year's uh, Six Bowl was huge, you know, but it obviously, you know, you, you want to go, go in and compete and, and uh, you know, test yourself against a team that's, you know, year in and year out, always, you know, competing for national titles. So it's a huge challenge for us, but we're looking forward to it. And in the pros, the New Orleans Saints will visit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tonight in Monday Night Football. New Orleans is 4-8, and eight, but still alive to win the NFC South. As the Bucks are in first place with a 5-6 and six record, New Orleans defensive end Cam Jordan says they can't suffer any more losses. It doesn't matter the opponent right now. We have to win or we're going to be sitting at the same place we were at the end of last year outside of the playoffs, and that's not where we want to be. We have a chance, and we have to be able to capitalize upon that. 
plenty of moisture across Acadiana, which is leading to the development of some thick fog down there early on here as we get ready to start another work week. Temperatures, despite a lot of clouds today, going to be getting up to about 78 degrees in the afternoon. It does get very, very warm and muggy out there today. Really going to continue to warm up as well. I think we're going to average the low 80s here over the next several days, so be prepared for a warm week. Mostly cloudy skies today, a 30% chance for a light passing shower. We're going to keep a lot of clouds in place actually over the next few days. I think we're going to go partly to mostly cloudy skies tomorrow with a little bit of patchy sunshine returning maybe by midweek. Staying warm though all the way through this week. Next cool down not really expected till maybe the end of next weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, so looking at what's happening on the roadways right now, uh, we do have school zones going into effect in about 20 minutes in some areas, but no crashes, no breakdowns to report at this time. Want to hear Christmas music on your schedule? Check out the KPL News app and click on the Christmas music icon. Brought to you by Christmas at Bridgepoint Farms, 115 Enterprise Boulevard, just off of Johnston Street. Coming up now on 620 on Acadiana's Morning News. Good morning. Hey. Monday morning, Brandon Como. Hello. Hey, Bernie. How are you, sir? Uh, good. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing well. Okay, so uh, when perusing the Facebook, uh-huh. um, I'm sorry, I had to give a giggle. Yeah. Probably shouldn't, but it's funny. Uh-huh. Okay, adorable. Oh. Your little boy's like, mmm, Santa. <laughs> I don't think so. So he 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 <laughs> wanted so to immediately grab Santa's beard yesterday. Right. To which no you can't do that because he's yanking that beard uh-huh. trying to yank it off of him. And uh when 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 Santa nicely grabbed his beard back, Micah didn't like that. She <laughs> so got upset. <laughs> he got upset. That's hilarious. Yeah. So he's like, he cried. I saw the picture of him oh, crying. Oh, yeah, he wasn't happy. He started crying. So basically, he pulled Santa's beard, and yeah. Santa's like, hey, that's my beard, man. Yeah. And he's like, no. And he cried. It was so cute. Pretty much. Before that, though, was he freaked out by Santa? No, he oh, wasn't that's actually. Good. No, he wasn't freaked out by him at all. Oh, um, that's awesome. He was just upset that he didn't get his way to be able to hold on to the beard. That's yeah. all that was. Well, he's like, hey, that's cool. It's soft. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so awesome. He's used to grab, getting, feeling dad's beard, but he can't grab dad's beard. Right, right. You know? But this one, it's like hair everywhere. So, like, let me grab that thing. Yeah, so. Anyway, that's what it was. He was just upset because he couldn't keep doing that. But he wasn't freaked out by him. Oh, that's good. <laughs> what about Adeline? I didn't check to see the others. What happened? Well, what was funny do? was, so, so, <laughs> kids, so, man. so Adeline's sitting down in the, um, in the, the double stroller. And he said, well, hey, let me take a picture with Adeline. And Hannah was like, 
Well, we can try. Let's see what happens here. And so uh, <laughs> no crying, no tears. Uh-huh. Adlin just gave him like the 13-year-old teenage girl look, looked like- at him and just moved away. <laughs> <laughs> She just walked away from him? Well, not walk, because she was sitting in a stroller, but she just kind of moved herself, leaned to the side. I don't know you. Nope, I don't know you. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't, I don't know how much we'll have to worry about teaching her stranger danger, because. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like it. She's, she's leery of people. You gotta, you gotta earn her trust. That's good, though. It is, I know. (laughs) I told Hannah yesterday, I said, hey, that doesn't bother me that much. (laughs) Yeah, because, you know. We used to say, oh, no, go give so-and-so a hug. Yeah. Go give so-and-so a kiss. Now, mm-hmm. you don't do it. No, you don't. Because you know what? You need to teach your kids to learn to trust their instincts. Absolutely. So, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. So, she's like, mm-mm, uh-uh. Santa. She mm. gave him that, like I said, that teenager look. Like, she gave him no. the stank. Gave him the stank Stank eye. Yep. Stank eye, Santa. <laughs> stank eye. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, okay, so December the uh, 5th is here. Hard to believe Monday morning is rolled around again, too. Yeah. Okay, so with it being Monday morning, uh-huh. we're not very far away from those folks who have graciously adopted a child uh, from our folks at Rose's Angels. So the deadline is coming up this weekend to go ahead and get the gifts over there uh, to McMillan's Pub. And so Robin will be checking with you. And then if you need any help, be sure to call us here at the office and we'll try to facilitate as best we can to make that happen. And thank you to all of the awesome people who have volunteered to help so much. And those who couldn't like, oh, I can't physically go shop, but I can send in a little donation. Mm-hmm. So thank you to all those folks as well. This has been truly amazing. Yeah, truly, awesome. truly amazing. Mm-hmm. So um, got to get all those things in very soon. Hey, if you're riding around this morning. It's froggy, and you know that. It's very dense fog. Yes. If you have not gotten on the roadway, Brandon and I want you to know it's tick, tick, shy. Yeah. You're going to have yeah. to leave earlier for sure. Yeah. It's it's going to take you a little bit longer to get in. Um, You know, like Bernie said, it is very thick outside. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very thick fog out there. It's like, what happened? Yeah. Oh, man. So, look, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Just make sure you leave earlier than you normally would. Make sure you're very cautious out there. Give everybody a lot of space. And just give yourself permission to just go a little bit slower than you normally would. Yeah. Okay? Because you just, you don't want to have to deal with, especially on a foggy morning. Mm -hmm. How annoying would that be to have to deal with a crash? And especially on a Monday morning. Ugh. Yikes. Okay. So we're officially 20 days away from Christmas. Oh, there you go. 20 days. Yes. People better start rapping. (laughs) They better start picking out stuff. Yeah, Yeah. for all the men who like to go on the 24th at 5 (laughs) p.m., maybe you should at least get your list together now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that could be good, you know, get your list together at least. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of crazy, though, (laughs) because, you know, do you really want to wait to the very last end of everything? No. Okay. I guess some do, some don't. I wouldn't want to. Mm-hmm. I would be like, eh, at least on the 23rd. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Give you yourself know, at least two days. A little bit, right? At mm-hmm. least a few days. The other part about that is, as every time we have a weekend now, in between now and Christmas, mm-hmm. you know it's going to be completely insane on our roadways. So let's just try to remember to, I don't know, be kind. Mm-hmm. 
maybe be generous to fellow drivers. And look, Christmas Eve is on a Saturday this year. So, you know, it's going to be crazy driving between now and then. Mm -hmm. And people are going to be busy, busy, busy. So just give everybody a lot of space. Again, try to be kind out there. And hopefully, you know, you'll have a a good merry holiday season. But again, think about that fog this morning. The last thing you want to do is get stuck in all that nastiness because you had a little fender bender. So I know, you know, Christmas being on a Sunday, I I feel like Christmas should always be on a Sunday in a way because of the religious (laughs) aspect of the holiday. Yeah. But because we haven't had one on a Sunday in so long, it feels Mm -hmm. weird this year. I've got, I mean, I've gotten so used to it being on a weekday. I know. You know, for the past few years. Me too. And like, it kind of, I hope most companies will help people Mm -hmm. and give them a little bit of time. Yeah. Like to, you know, oh, you get an extra day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because that would be nice. Yeah. Some companies don't do that. Others feel like they can. And that's super awesome. Right. Because otherwise it just feels like it's too crazy town. Well, and so what I'm wondering is, you know, or I guess uh, thinking about is, is it going to be better or would people rather have that Friday off before going into mm-hmm. a Christmas holiday weekend or that Monday afterwards? Mm, good question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it depends on if you have to travel yeah. or if you're hosting people or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. That's that is the, the opposite sides of it. You're right. Mm-hmm. And for the people who have to do all the cooking and or the prepping, mm-hmm. they probably are like, can't I have both? Yeah, yeah, of the course. The Friday and the Monday? I mean, that's, you know. <laughs> the extra lead up time to, yes. and the recovery time. I need, the reco- I need to take a nap that yeah. next day there because all, the, all these people have been in my home. Mm-hmm. I have no food left. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be eating grilled cheese sandwiches, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, on that note. We do have to wrap it up a bit. We do have some lovely headlines on the way. And after news, we'll come back with more on Acadiana's Morning News. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. For KPL News, I'm Brandon Como. A Louisiana mom is suing Airbnb over the death of her son. Jennifer Marshall's son, Jordan Marshall of New Orleans, was one of three American tourists who died of carbon monoxide poisoning at an Airbnb rental in Mexico City last October. The suit seeks to hold Airbnb accountable and to require all of their listings to include working smoke and carbon monoxide detectors. Opelousas police say a man was walking from his business to his car on Saturday when he was shot in the stomach by an unknown assailant. The shooting happened near South Union and Madison Streets. The victim was transported to a Lafayette hospital. The shooter remains at large. For KPL News, I'm Brandon Como. The Supreme Court is hearing a case of a Christian graphic designer who objects to designing websites for gay couples. The designer says a ruling against her would force many artists to do work against their beliefs. Her opponents say if the court rules against them, it would allow businesses to discriminate against couples based on race, religion, interracial, or interfaith beliefs. Louisiana's Raging Cajuns football team has accepted an invitation to the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl in Shreveport. The Cajuns will face the Houston Cougars on December 23rd. It's the Cajuns' fifth consecutive bowl appearance, but their first in the Independence Bowl. And a $50,000 Powerball winner was sold in Sorrento, Louisiana as part of Saturday night's drawing. That drawing did not produce a jackpot winner, 
So when they draw again tonight, the estimated top prize will be $89 million. By the way, Tuesday's Mega Millions drawing will be worth an estimated $354 million. And snow for Louisiana this winter? While it's not likely, there is at least a better possibility of frozen precipitation in the state this after NOAA issued a revised winter weather forecast. The earlier forecast had called for much warmer temperatures and less precipitation, and at least one long-range forecast model is suggesting snow for Louisiana in early January. You're up to date. I'm Brandon Como. Plenty of moisture across Acadiana, which is leading to the development of some thick fog out there early on here as we get ready to start another work week. Temperatures, despite a lot of clouds today, going to be getting up to about 78 degrees in the afternoon. It does get very, very warm and muggy out there today. Really going to continue to warm up as well. I think we're going to average the low 80s here over the next several days so be prepared for a warm week mostly cloudy skies today a 30 percent chance for a light passing shower you're going to keep a lot of clouds in place actually over the next few days think we're going to go partly to mostly cloudy skies tomorrow with a little bit of patchy sunshine returning maybe by midweek staying warm though all the way through this week next cool down not really expected till maybe the end of next weekend from the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, so looking at what is going on on the roadways right now, again, uh, school zones are now going into effect in some areas. Um, but we do have one stalled vehicle. This is uh, 1200 block of Albertson Parkway in Broussard. Uh, this is uh, just off of Highway 90. Um, again, Albertson Parkway, uh, just off of Highway 90 in Broussard. Life. It is coming up now on 639 on Acadiana's Morning News. All right, so Monday morning has rolled around again. Good morning, everybody. Just please be aware, we're going to kind of remind you of this as the morning progresses, that there is some thick fog out there this morning. And if you uh, can safely give us an idea of what's happening in your area with the fog, let us know and we'll pass it along to our listeners you can either chat with us via the KPL app. That's free in the App Store. Or if you prefer to give us a call, you can do so at 232-1542. But definitely leave earlier than you normally would because it's likely to really kind of slow things down out there today. All right. So one of the things in the news today that I found pretty interesting more than 30,000 customers in North Carolina are still without power because of two substations being damaged. They were damaged over the weekend, and it was due to gunfire. Now, according to officials there, they're saying that this was intentional, like somebody uh, for a purpose specifically targeted this area to do this, and you're like, wow. 
okay, you thought the world was weird. Now you wake up Monday morning and find out it's even more bizarre than you thought it was on Friday, let's say, right? So they are looking into this entire situation, but it's, to me, that's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, 40,000 customers were left in the dark Saturday. That prompted a curfew, which, I mean, come on. Who doesn't love a curfew? <laughs> Not, right? Um, there was an emergency declaration. And really, uh-huh. typically in a situation like that, you have to go with it because it's not like, oh, hey, we know a storm is approaching so we can kind of prepare for everything. Um, I would be so mad. Oh, yeah. You know, especially like if it, if you don't have any kind of generator or right. anything like that. Um, now, according to the Moore County Sheriff, um, he is saying that, look, straight up, either the person or the people who did this knew exactly what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as their investigation, obviously that's ongoing. They've not pinpointed a person of interest. They've not said, okay, we have a suspect yet. And I'm pretty sure they're going to keep that pretty close to the vest, oh, yeah. depending on what's going on. Yeah. Um, you know, because it may be a kind of thing where did somebody think, okay, if I do this, X, Y, and Z will happen and, uh, you know, my family member won't have to go in to work today. <laughs> you know, was it something as, as crazy as that or was it something as terrifying uh-huh. as some sort of motive of wreaking havoc and harm? You know, and is I, it a more benign kind of thing or not? It's it's crazy. And I'm certainly not saying that the latter is the case, but we do see more examples of people that just want to cause chaos yes. and destruction. And not even okay, like and, and even just the chaos part, because mm-hmm. you see all these people that are calling in bomb threats and, you know, writing these threatening letters to schools and such yeah. where, you know, you have to take it seriously. But how many of them do you think were actually going to carry those out? Probably a small percentage if they had mm-hmm. the chance to. They just want to, you know, get people scared and frightened and feel like they have some kind of control. Ooh, yes, I've got some control. Look, I did this and this happened. Yeah, guess what? Do you know what a terrorizing charge carries? Mm -hmm. Guess what? Mm -hmm. Some kids locally in Acadiana, they're finding out. Yeah, they are. It's not a joke. And I think, you know, there have been a lot of behind-the-scenes meetings. Mm -hmm. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. And uh, some of these kids are finding out the hard way, and so are some of the parents. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and when you don't handle up on your kid, oh, well, you can't cry because Johnny had to go to juvenile detention. Mm -hmm. If you didn't know what Johnny or little Johnny or little Susie was doing before, Mm -hmm. and now you're suddenly so upset, sorry. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, Mm -hmm. but that disrupts the flow of first responders who cannot go to a call for somebody that's having chest pains. Or can't go to a business owner because that person is being robbed, right? right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, obviously somebody's responding, but you don't want to take resources away just because you've decided you want to suddenly do something that you think is, oh, fun or entertaining or get so-and-so out of a test. Well, okay, you're 15. All right, well, enjoy life in the juvie uh, home and have fun doing that. Oh, and by the way, Here's a big old fat fine. Hope yeah. your parents can pay it. Yeah. Because otherwise they're going to garnish your wages until you're 38. Yep. And I mean, it has to get serious now. It does. I mean, how many bomb threats have we had? A lot. Over the last two months. Yeah. 
It's, it's ridiculous. It Two dozen been. maybe or yeah. more. Yeah. I mean, we quit counting and that's not. Um, it's become it's like ridiculous. a weekly occurrence, if not sometimes a daily occurrence. Absolutely. And there is absolutely no need for that. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous and it's stupid. And I hope, you know, the bite is getting yeah. uh, in there so that these kids understand you can't do stuff like that. Yep. Absolutely can't do it. Or you have to pay the price. So back to this story mm-hmm. in North Carolina. Um, obviously, they're going to look into it. They're they're working it. They're not going to say. Um, traffic lights remain out, too, mm. for all of these areas. So they've had to ask people, um, you know, you're basically staying home in that area. There are some stores that have generators. So, you know, what if you didn't get the gallon of milk and the loaf of bread and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Um, a lot of them mostly have had to shut their doors and just wait it out. So it's uh, close to 40,000 customers. Wow. Um, and, you know, whoever did this, they better hope they have a good lawyer. Because in 2022, yeah. it's going to bite. It's going to oh, yeah. sting. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever. Even if you're like, oh, I'm just going to shoot these people while I'm driving down the roadway. And, oh, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> well, guess what? A, you shouldn't be shooting people down the highway, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, I don't think criminals really think about that. You yeah. know, they don't think of the unintended consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just thinking, oh, I'll never get caught. They'll never find me. Well, everybody's got a security camera, yeah. you know, now, whether you're a business or a home or um, so just just know that I'm sure at some point that state is going to be like, OK, we have our suspect or suspects. And here was the motive behind it. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to be something ridiculous. Like, you know, two people fighting and shooting at each other or something like that. That's just, that's insane. Uh, disrupting the lives of close to 40,000 people. Mm-hmm. That makes me mad. And where'd that happen at again? Uh, North Carolina. Yeah, Moore County. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just, um, it's nuts. Yeah. I'm curious to see what happens. Yeah, me too. But all said and done. again, I don't think it's going to be, you know, depending on whatever the circumstances are, it's not going to be. Oh, we're going to slap you on the wrist and yeah. and send you home. Now, nah, you're probably going to pay some money now. You might spend a little time in jail, mm-hmm. you know, um and then God help them if it is terrorism too because they're not going to see the light of day. Yeah. Sorry. Not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I just was glancing up again because mm-hmm. the sun is actually shining yeah. obviously behind uh, the the fog, but it's still pretty thick out there this morning. So we want you to be careful. Look, we're going to take a quick break for Kim Commando. And when we come back, we've got more of Acadiana's Morning News. Hey, good morning, everybody. Here's a head scratcher. Mark Zuckerberg says the metaverse he's been so busy creating not be regulated. In the metaverse, it should be anything goes. Well, at least anything Zuckerberg approves of. It is his metaverse, you know. So then, why should Twitter be regulated? It belongs to Elon Musk, doesn't it? I'm Kim, brought to you by Simply Safe, whole home security that puts you and your family first. Get 40% off today at simplysafekim.com. It's worth noting the four Musk purchased Twitter. Washington, D.C. and Hollywood were just fine with it, warts and all. But under Musk, they say Twitter is hateful and racist. The White House even said keeping an eye on Twitter. That's a direct quote from the White House press secretary. Meanwhile, last Friday, Meta, the owner of Facebook and Instagram, urged Washington, D.C. to keep their hands off. Circulations for the metaverse, but please clamp down on Twitter. I don't try my new Daily Tech podcast perfect for on the go. Call Kim Commando today. 
Dell Technologies Days of Deals for Business start now with fresh limited quantity deals on tech to drive productivity. Save on select performance laptops and desktops powered by 12th gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL, 877-ASK-DELL. At T-Mobile, we believe people serve more without paying more. Get four iPhone 14s with their amazing cameras on us and four lines for 25 bucks a line. It's like expecting one caroler and getting a choir. Switch and get four iPhone 14s on us with eligible trade-ins and four lines for 25 bucks a line. With 24 monthly bill credits and auto pay plus taxes and fees for well-qualified customers with four-line minimum. If you cancel service before 24 credits, you can stop at balance acquired finance equipment for all devices is due. See T-Mobile.com for How can you help a child in need during the holiday season? Rose's Angels here at News Talk 96.5 KPL. We are teaming up once again with Robin McMillan of McMillan's Pub to gather gifts for kids in Acadiana who otherwise wouldn't be getting a gift this year. Robin helps to get presents for kids in lots of different groups throughout Acadiana. Boys and Girls Clubs of Acadiana, Casa, Arch, Smile. Other requests come in. Hundreds of children need help. Robin through Rose's Angels is asking for help and we would be humbled by what you could do. If you'd like to adopt a child, all you have to do is call Robin's number, 337-781-7069. That's 337-781-7069. That's 337-781-7069 to become one of Rose's Angels. It's an easy process. Thank you so much from all of us at News Talk 96.5 APL. Want to hear Christmas music on your schedule? Check out the KPL News app and click on the Christmas music icon. Brought to you by Christmas at Bridgepoint Farms, 115 Enterprise Boulevard, just off of Johnston Street. It is coming up now on 651 Acadiana's Morning News. So up for debate today and continually over the years, the Supreme Court is hearing a case of a Christian graphic designer who objects to designing websites for gay couples. This has been an issue we have seen repeatedly in the news for about the last 15 years or so. Um, now, uh, the designer says a ruling against her mm-hmm. by the Supreme Court would force many artists to do work that is against their religious beliefs. So where do we, where is the line of protecting people's religious beliefs, but then also protecting um, someone's life and their freedom and the w- the way they want to live mm-hmm. in America. Um, and what will the court do and what cases will they look at yeah. to decide this issue? This, I think, is such a tough issue. It is. Because, you know, if you're a gay couple, you want to have access to everything, including the best designers, mm-hmm. right? Right, right? But if you are... Um, a Christian? Yeah, if you're a Christian, mm-hmm. for you... Mm-hmm. 
part of your belief system may be mm-hmm. that you do not agree with with gay marriage. So for you, um, you know, whether you're a gay couple or gay married, for you, that may go against everything you believe. So you have two yeah. warring factions yeah. who both want the same thing, and that's to hold dear to their own beliefs mm-hmm. in America. So, wow. Now, her opponents, the opponents of this graphic designer, this uh, Christian graphic designer, say if the court rules against them, it would then thus be discrimination against couples Mm -hmm. based on race, religion, interracial or interfaith beliefs. Boy, we're really, you know, this is going to be a a serious case for all of us in America. And, you know, you know, you're right to point out with, um, you know, the Christians that not all Christians would not want to do this mm-hmm, because some mm-hmm. Christians do not have a problem with gay marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this Christian particularly does. Mm-hmm. And it's their right to. It's really, you know, I think people want like a cut and dry answer on this. This is a difficult situation. Now, mm-hmm. I, want, I do want to say this. I do think if the gay couple is is targeting uh, this, pretend, you know, this designer out, because maybe they know that they don't want to that it goes against their belief system mm. and it's trying to get them in trouble. That's different. Like I don't, I can't support that at all. But man, it's this is a tough situation because you know if you rule a certain way, then you then some people can deny services to gay couples, and that's not right either. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it, this is tough. I it mean, is, it, it this is, is really tough. tough. Yes, because it will come down to. Where does your freedom begin and end? Yeah. And isn't it at the tip of someone else's nose? Absolutely. So how do uh, the justices decide on this issue? It will be interesting to see what the outcome is. And no doubt people are going to be very vocal on both sides of this issue. Uh, uh, Yeah. As you would expect people to be Mm -hmm. um, a test of, of our Constitution and what it means. Um, right now, we do have cloudy skies, 66 degrees. We're looking at some pretty heavy fog. Please leave earlier than you normally would. That way, you don't feel like you're rushed. You may, to, you may get to the office a little bit earlier, but maybe it won't be as touch and go and riding the brakes all the way to work. Just buckle up. Be careful out there, please. Talk 96.5. Kato. Depend on it. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. Connell McShane, this is the Fox Business Report. Oil prices are on the rise after sanctions on Russian crude kick in, imposed by the West as it tries to get away from dependence on Russian energy. Crude oil prices have jumped more than 2% a barrel. Brent crude closing in on $88 a barrel. Inflation in Turkey eased slightly in November for the first time in more than a year, though it does remain close to 24-year highs. Consumer prices for the year rose by more than 84% in November, down from 85.5% recorded in October. And actress Amber Heard is appealing that $10 million defamation verdict against her. Her attorneys arguing the case should have 
have never gone to trial. Ex-Johnny Depp sued Heard in 2019 for $50 million over a Washington Post op-ed under Heard's line. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Lillian Wu, invested in you. Starting to realize your small business is a little overwhelmed by the holiday rush? It's still not too late to get all of your shipping and mailing under control with Stamps.com. Sign up right now, and you'll be printing your own postage in just minutes. Discounted USPS and UPS shipping rates. Just go to Stamps.com, click the mic at the top of the page, and use code BUSINESS for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. That's Stamps.com. Code business. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. A cap on Russia's oil price helps make oil elsewhere pricier. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Oil up $2 this morning. Back over 82 bucks a barrel, almost $10 more than the low for the year hit last week as a $60 cap on Russian oil imposed by the U.S. and G7 countries takes effect today. All this is meant to make it harder for Russia to make money and so harder for it to wage war in Ukraine. Ukraine thinks the price cap is still too high, while Russia, the world's number two oil producer, says it'll only deal with countries that pay full price. Fox's Jonathan Savage. It's a chilly morning without power and heat for summer on Carthage, North Carolina. After vandals fired shots, damaging two power substations, causing 37,000 outages. Moore County Sheriff Ronnie Field says... We're looking at all avenues. Uh, that's the reason I've got the professionals, the federal folks. Uh, they deal with the domestic terrorism more than locals. Schools are closed today there. Another gay rights versus religious beliefs case from Colorado at the Supreme Court. The justices will today consider a Christian graphic artist's refusal to design wedding websites for same-sex couples. It's a last day to convince Georgians who didn't vote early to cast ballots for them in the runoff between Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican challenger Herschel Walker. Both men will be out on the campaign trail today as they try to end a painfully negative election cycle. Walker will continue his evict war Warnock bus tour this morning here in Flowery Branch, Georgia, and he'll continue on to four more stops across the state as he tries to energize voters ahead of Election Day. Warnock has a busy day as well. The senator will visit a Teamsters Get Out the Vote work site in Atlanta this morning, and he'll also hold a Students for Warnock rally at Georgia Tech. Fox's Charles Watson. It's that time of 2022 for top 10 lists, the most of this or that things of the year. Oxford Dictionaries has chosen Goblin Mode as its word of the year. On a Apologetically self-indulgent behavior. America's listening to Fox News. Dell Technologies' days of deals for business start now with fresh, limited-quantity deals on tech to drive productivity. Save on select performance laptops and desktops powered by 12th-gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything, and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. 
Former President Trump has stirred things up again as he runs for president again, continuing to claim he won the 2020 election. Posting on social media, it was a massive fraud, so some rules and even parts of the Constitution need to be terminated so he can be reinstalled as president. Democratic Senate leader Chuck Schumer calls it an... We need all voices to speak out against this attack, and that's what it is, an attack on our democracy. Now, the former president is being investigated by a special counsel. Former Vice President Pence has been clear. He said he would not testify before the January 6th committee. But of the DOJ request, he said on Fox News Sunday. We will make that decision on the basis of the unique responsibilities that I have under the Constitution of the United States as a former vice president. Meaning he would not divulge private deliberations he had with former President Trump in a hearing. No timetable was given on when a decision on the DOJ's request would be made. Gernal Scott, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are down, so they could be selling to start the week. There's going to be a new baseball Hall of Famer, Fred McGriff, a star power-hitting first baseman of the 1980s and 90s, chosen by a special new committee. Some other star players, tainted by steroid suspicion, were again denied, including Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. On Sunday night football, the Dallas Cowboys clobbered the Indianapolis Colts 54-19 to earlier. Tonga by Law, hit as he throws. Ball is out. Ball is live. And it is... San Francisco beat Miami 33-17 on Fox, but the 49ers lost quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo out for the season with a broken foot. Cincinnati topped Kansas City 27-24 to snap the Chiefs' five-game win streak. Baltimore, Las Vegas, Minnesota, and Seattle also won games with playoff implications. Washington and the New York Giants tied. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. KPL covers Acadiana with Lowry's printing and copying. Help bring hope to the homeless in Acadiana this Christmas season by sponsoring a child through the Gifting Grace Project. Go to giftinggraceproject.com to select a child from their virtual angel tree. All donation of toys or money are due on Friday, December 9th and can be dropped off at the Gifting Grace Project headquarters. On Friday, December 9th, 2022 from 5 to 7 p.m. in Bendel Gardens, Emile's fourth annual holiday hot cocoa fundraiser is happening. This is a completely free event with live music, hot cocoa, and food trucks. The suggested donation is $5, or you can purchase a custom mug for $20. All proceeds from this event are going to the Junior League of Lafayette. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel965.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. For KPL News, I'm Brandon Como. Federal officials say inflation has slowed somewhat in recent weeks, but is it enough to be felt at street level by the average consumer? Kevin Gallagher. UL Lafayette economics professor Gary Wagner. I think in the short term, the answer to that is probably no. He says the 6% growth reported is an improvement, but too little to make a measurable difference in the average household. Wagner says look for the Fed to continue raising interest rates into 2023 to help slow the inflation growth. But there's more to the equation than that. I think the labor market's going to continue to slow. So I think in that way, economic conditions are going to continue to worsen. Not the rosiest of pictures. I'm Kevin Gallagher. 
With the holiday shopping season up and running for over a week now, economists are predicting spending this year to increase anywhere from 6 to 8% from last year. LSU Marketing Associate Professor Dan Rice says the prediction also has to account for record inflation. But based on the shopping trends that we're seeing, it looks like for the most part, consumers are out there shopping. I mean, we've seen a huge increase in foot traffic in the stores, up 17%. Rice says online shopping is up 2% from last year because more people are using their phones to make online purchases. Rice says the majority of online transactions are purchased via a smartphone versus a tablet. But people will tend to spend longer on a site if they're shopping from home and will actually uh, oftentimes do the purchase from a computer even if they browse on their mobile device. Shopping trends have proven fruitful for Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and Cyber Monday this year. Rice says more retailers are extending their sales period and customers are responding. Retailers have been moving more and more towards early sales, and it seems like more and more people are taking advantage of that shopping earlier and earlier. And barring any supply chain disruptions and increase in fuel costs, etc., Rice expects sales to continue to go well for most retailers. The LSU Ag Center says it's possible this year's sugarcane crop could set a new record if sugar recovery levels continue to perform well. LSU Ag Center sugarcane specialist Dr. Kenneth Gravois says a couple of dry months in the harvest season allowed this season's sugarcane harvest in South Louisiana to get off to a fast start. Even though it's been rainy and very wet lately, uh, most of our bad land is out, so that means most of our higher sandier ground is left for harvest. Gravos says it looks like the crop will produce some 245 pounds of sugar for each ton of sugarcane harvested, which could lead to a record crop. We have the potential to make over 2 million tons this year. We'll celebrate that one after the crop. <laughs> Early in the season, mills are struggling due to high molasses levels. But Gravo says it appears the problem has solved itself. Our milk capacities have gone up since we've kind of gotten past the molasses issue. So right now our mills are grinding at a higher rate with high sugar recovery. According to the American Sugarcane League, Louisiana's sugar industry had an economic impact of about $3 billion in our state with nearly 17,000 jobs throughout Louisiana supported by sugarcane. The election coming up on Saturday, the runoff election for Louisiana Public Service Commission District 3 is getting national attention and a lot of money is being spent. Marcin Goldsby has more. 30-year-old challenger Devontae Lewis and 57-year-old incumbent Lambert Boisset III are in a runoff December 10th. LawPolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford says Lewis raised $30,000 in just one three-day period last week and then Boisset loaned himself 20000 this is uncommon. This is rare. We do not see incumbents kind of fall behind the eight ball. The PSC regulates utilities and sets electric rates. This may be like the first peak of this anti-entergy sentiment because I think some of that is rolled in. I'm Marcin Goldsby. The Louisiana Raging Cajun football team has accepted an invitation to the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl in Shreveport. The Cajuns will face the Houston Cougars on December 23rd. It's the Cajuns' fifth consecutive bowl appearance, but their first in the Independence Bowl. A Louisiana mom is suing Airbnb over the death of her son. Jennifer Marshall's son, Jordan Marshall of New Orleans, was one of three American tourists who died of carbon monoxide poisoning at an Airbnb rental in Mexico City last October. The suit seeks to hold Airbnb accountable and to require all of their listings to include working smoke and carbon monoxide detectors. A $50,000 Powerball winner was sold in Sorrento, Louisiana as part of Saturday Night's Drawing. 
That drawing did not produce a jackpot winner, so when they draw again tonight, the estimated top prize will be $89 million. By the way, Tuesday's Mega Millions drawing will be worth an estimated $354 million. The Lafayette Farmers and Artisans Market will host a Christmas market at Monkus Park on Thursday evening this week. The event, featuring a variety of food and gift ideas, will be held under the oaks between 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. Over the weekend, Washington Marion High School Principal Ronnie Harvey Jr. was honored in Washington, D.C. Harvey, Louisiana's 2022 High School Principal of the Year, was honored at a conference sponsored by the National Association of Secondary School Principals. Back to sports. After losing in the SEC championship game, LSU will have an opportunity to win its 10th game of the season in Orlando when they play Purdue in the Citrus Bowl on January 2nd at noon. Coach Brian Kelly believes it's already been a successful season winning the SEC West, but getting to 10 wins would be really sweet. You do want people to feel good about it from an outside-in perspective, and a win would do that. Ten wins does that. It's kind of that, you know, that mark that if you can get the double digits, you know, you can kind of walk away and go, all right, everybody feels good about it. Season tickets are up. Everybody's feeling good. Everybody's patting themselves on the back. Now, there's a chance some major contributors to the 2022 team will not play in the bowl game and instead prepare themselves for the NFL draft. Kelly says they'll have those discussions with those players. And we'll give them both sides of the story. Is it better to practice and prepare and, and work on your skill development as you kind of get ready for, you know, an East West Shrine game or, uh, a, you know, a senior bowl? Uh, is, is that better than, you know, trying to run a 40? Uh, we'll, we'll give them all that information. And then ultimately it's their choice. Now the NCAA transfer portal opens today and LSU hit the portal hard to help create the 2022 season. Kelly says they'll get some guys out of the portal again this year, but they really want to build the program with players they sign out of high school. We don't always want to be a turn-it-over program where we're bringing in transfers and turning the program over. So we need to grow, and you got to do that by recruiting freshmen and giving them the opportunity to step on the field and, and develop. From LSU to Tulane, after winning the American Athletic Conference, the Green Wave will play in the Cotton Bowl and face USC on January 2nd. Coach Willie Fritz says he can't wait to take on the Trojans. Well, playing New Year's uh, Six Bowl is huge, you know, but it obviously, you know, you, you want to go, go in and compete and, and uh, you know, test yourself against a team that's, you know, year in and year out, always you know, competing for national titles. So it's a huge challenge for us, but we're looking forward to it. And even though they've had mostly a forgettable season so far, the New Orleans Saints don't want to forget about them as they visit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tonight for Monday Night Football. The New Orleans, while they're only 4-8, and eight, they are still alive to win the NFC South as the Bucs are in first place with only a 5-6 and six record. New Orleans defensive end Cameron Jordan says they can't suffer any more losses. It doesn't matter the opponent right now. We have to win or we're going to be sitting at the same place we were at the end of last year outside of the playoffs, and that's not where we want to be. We have a chance, and we have to be able to capitalize upon that. Plenty of moisture across Acadiana, which is leading to the development of some thick fog down there early on here as we get ready to start another work week. Temperatures, despite a lot of clouds today, going to be getting up to about 78 degrees in the afternoon. It does get very, very warm and muggy out there today. Really going to continue to warm up as well. I think we're going to 
average to low 80s here over the next several days. So be prepared for a warm week. Mostly cloudy skies today, a 30% chance for a light passing shower. We're going to keep a lot of clouds in place actually over the next few days. I think we're going to go partly to mostly cloudy skies tomorrow with a little bit of patchy sunshine returning maybe by midweek. Staying warm, though, all the way through this week. Next cool down, not really expected till maybe the end of next weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, so looking at what's happening on the roadways right now, we do have a couple of crashes to report to you. Pinhook at Kali Saloon, that's Pinhook at Kali Saloon. And in Scott, Westgate at Eras Landry, Westgate at Eras Landry. The Still Holiday Gift Guide has outdoor power tools and more for everybody on your list. Visit your local steel dealer and go online to stihlusa.com slash gift guide. 908. I don't know how I am anymore, Bernie. It's okay, though. <laughs> I think most people feel like that on Mondays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if anyone were to call right now and we say, hey, what's your name? They'd have to think about it. Yeah. Much like you and I do. We're like, wait, who are we? <laughs> and I think most people feel like that on Mondays. You're Brandon. I'm Bernie, right? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, I'm Bernadette Lee. There you go. You're Brandon Como. Yeah. Together, uh-huh. we're the killer bees. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So together, we're the killer bees. I'm Bernadette. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You are Brandon. All right. So we got that settled, right? Yes. Okay. But do, don't you think like people walk around all day Monday? Because you're like, if you're lucky enough to get that weekend where you don't have 8 million things to do uh-huh. and your mind gets to clear out a little bit and then Monday hits and you're like, Oh, oh man, I got to go back to work. I got to do this. The kids have this practice. And then we got to get these lunches or we got to get that. Oh, man, it's like the never ending list. I was talking to someone the other day and it was setting something up for that same day. And I said, yeah, you know, it's happening, you know, on the schedule for the Friday. Right. She's like, wait, today's Friday. I said, yes, today is absolutely (laughs) Friday. (laughs) I mean, when you get to this time of the year. It's the combination, I think, of, you know, going at it, going all year long, working, 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 and the holidays just kind of being a different time of the year. It's sometimes hard to keep the days straight. It really is. And, you know, it doesn't, at least as far as, like, I kind of experience and feel it, it's like you look up Mm -hmm. and you're like, wait a minute, Christmas is already here. I didn't wrap anything. I didn't make the dish I was supposed to make. Mm -hmm. Of course, in my case, it's... Hey chick, could you bring the uh could you bring the rolls? Could you bring the rolls? Could you bring yeah. the cranberry sauce in the can? Um I mean that's about as extensive as it gets for me on that part, but uh-huh. I still have to go to the store. Well, yeah. But and then you know making sure your kids letter to Santa. Mm. Did that get where it's got to go? I mean, it's exhausting. It is. And I think the only relief too for parents is when their kids do have a little time off of school because at least they don't have to do the things that are related to school. 
But that doesn't mean that kids aren't going for their practice for their extracurricular activities, too. Yeah, I just um, but you have to also admit people do seem to be a little happier, even though they're rushed Mm -hmm. during, you know, our holidays, Christmas right around the corner. I kind of feel like at least people seem to be a little bit happier. Yeah. Even if they're frazzled, Mm -hmm. they can take a moment, kind of step back and be like, oh, yeah. Okay, it's Christmas, so it's okay to relax a little bit and have some fun and feel like a decent person, that kind of thing, you know? It's a time of celebration, and then, of course, you know, I don't know about you, but seeing, like, Christmas lights and stuff kind of puts me in a a better mood. Me too. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. It's like you're like, wait a minute. Okay, these lights, they make me happy. It lights up the night. Mm -hmm. It seems sort of fancy in a way, you know? And I I think um, that's what makes it so hard. Mm -hmm. When Christmas is over, because you're like, okay, well, yeah, we have the new year, but it's not like, you know, it's not like you're going to see the surprise on your child's eyes. You know, if Santa brought, they're not, Papa Noel's not going to necessarily bring something for that day. Yeah. And it's exciting Mm -hmm. because it's a whole new chance to kind of start again. But you're also like, man, brand new year. What am I going to accomplish? What kind of goals is the boss going to set for me this year? Yeah. Hey, that was kind of depressing. Scratch all that. <laughs> Let's just celebrate and pretend it's Christmas for the next six months. There you go. I like it. Okay. And did you see that they changed up the uh, the prediction for what our winter is going to be like this yeah, year? Yeah, I did. It's, okay. So yeah. how does that go? So it was supposed to be war- more warm and muggy, but now uh-huh. they're saying maybe the chance of some snow in January. I would say focus on the maybe. <laughs> right? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I uh, I would say focus on the maybe. That's <laughs> that's not something that I find myself getting excited about. Really? <laughs> yeah. You know, because it's okay if it happens on a Saturday or mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. Because you have fewer people trying to get to work. Right. When that happens on a weekday, most people don't have any clue yeah. what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. It's not fun trying to drive out there. No, I don't mind if we're driving a little bit of snow, mm-hmm. but it's when the roads ice over is when it's not good with the freezing rain. Yeah, that's when it's that's when you drive. You're when you're driving on icy roads. That's not fun. No, it is not. Especially when you hit those bridges. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, especially. I remember the very first time that the roads were so icy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no, I got this. Uh, yeah. yeah. 35 was a little too fast. Oh, yeah. 25 was great. Oh, yeah. A couple years. Well, yeah, that was a few years back, years wasn't ago. it? Yeah. Like there five, was, six, something like that. There was one that was a couple years ago. And then the one you're talking about is the one I was trying to remember when that was my first time driving on uh, iced over roads oh, man. and thinking the same thing that you did. Oh, if mm-hmm. I go about 30, it'll no. Then I was like, 25 oh. or less. Yeah, they was like, oh, shoot, <laughs> slow it down, Brandon, and be glad you weren't near anybody. Yeah, and I'm I'm lucky. I only have one, you know, pretty small, relatively yeah. small bridge to, to get here. Um, but I remember thinking, oh, yeah, because I was sliding a little bit to the right, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, man. Yeah. So, but yeah, 25 or less. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the snow is fun. Ice parties, no thank you. No. I just, uh, I'm I'm like you. I'm like, no, we, nobody needs that headache. No. I mean, that's fun for kids uh-huh. and kids only. Yeah. But no one else at all. (laughs) I mean, ever. Uh -uh. So, all right, coming up in just a little bit, we are going to have a look at news. Listen, I want to talk again a little bit about the fog because it is still pretty thick here uh, in the heart of Lafayette right now. So you're going to want to leave earlier than you normally would. If you don't have to go anywhere right away this morning, maybe you just have to run some errands. 
Yeah, you can save it till later in the day when the fog is finally burned off and just not even have to deal with that part. But if you're not leaving earlier, you're going to still need to slow down because it's a little bit harder to see out there. So just keep that in mind as you're making all of your plans for today. So it's back to school. Eventually, kids will will have their Christmas time off. But it's coming. Let's not rush it, though, because yeah. we have 20 days. Let's try to simmer mm-hmm. and enjoy it and have fun and go see Christmas lights and yeah. give people gifts and say Merry Christmas and get all happy and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Like, we're planning on going to the Acadian Village over the weekend. Go and check Ooh, out the lights there. fun. Yeah, yeah, that should be a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love all the fun little things they have there. And usually they have music yeah, and yeah. Um, they'll have arts and crafts, and that's always a good fun time. Absolutely. And, you know, anytime you hear somebody singing Christmas carols, mm-hmm. boy, that's just the light of the season in my mind. Yes. That's some good stuff. Yep. All right, coming up now on 726, more news, more coming up on KDNS Morning News. The loudest voices on the biggest issues impacting your life. Hi, hello, welcome to the Fawn Show. Continuing the long tradition of informing you in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Depend on it. West Baton Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a Convention South Reader's Choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. For KPL News, I'm Brandon Como. A Louisiana mom is suing Airbnb over the death of her son. Jennifer Marshall's son, Jordan Marshall of New Orleans, was one of three American tourists who died of carbon monoxide poisoning at an Airbnb rental in Mexico City last October. The suit seeks to hold Airbnb accountable and to require all of their listings to include working smoke and carbon monoxide detectors. Opelousas police say a man was walking from his business to his car on Saturday when he was shot in the stomach by an unknown assailant. The shooting happened near South Union and Madison Streets. The victim was transported to a Lafayette hospital. The shooter remains at large. The Supreme Court is hearing a case of a Christian graphic designer who objects to designing websites for gay couples. The designer says a ruling against her would force many artists to do work against their beliefs. Her opponents say if the court rules against them, it would allow businesses to discriminate against couples based on race, religion, interracial, or interfaith beliefs. Louisiana's Raging Cajuns football team has accepted an invitation to the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl in Shreveport. The Cajuns will face the Houston Cougars on December 23rd. It's the Cajuns' fifth consecutive bowl appearance, but their first in the Independence Bowl. And a $50,000 Powerball winner was sold in Sorrento, Louisiana as part of Saturday night's drawing. That drawing did not produce a jackpot winner, so when they draw again tonight, the estimated top prize will be $89 million. By the way, Tuesday's Mega Millions drawing will be worth an estimated $354 million. And snow for Louisiana this winter? While it's not likely, there is at least a better possibility of frozen precipitation in the state this after NOAA issued a revised winter weather forecast. The earlier forecast had called for much warmer temperatures and less precipitation, and at least one long-range forecast model is suggesting snow for Louisiana in early January. 
You're up to date. I'm Brandon Como. Plenty of moisture across Acadiana, which is leading to the development of some thick fog out there early on here as we get ready to start another work week. Temperatures, despite a lot of clouds today, going to be getting up to about 78 degrees in the afternoon. It does get very, very warm and muggy out there today. Really going to continue to warm up as well. I think we're going to average the low 80s here over the next several days so be prepared for a warm week mostly cloudy skies today a 30 percent chance for a light passing shower i'm going to keep a lot of clouds in place actually over the next few days think we're going to go partly to mostly cloudy skies tomorrow with a little bit of patchy sunshine returning maybe by midweek staying warm though all the way through this week next cool down not really expected till maybe the end of next weekend from the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, looking at what's happening on the roadways right now. We have a crash, uh, Kali Saloom at Pinhook. That's Kali Saloom at Pinhook. Also, Ridge Road at South Doming Avenue. That's Ridge at South Doming Avenue. And again, watch out for those school zones, especially with this uh, foggy weather we've been having all morning. Coming up now on 7.36 on Acadiana's Morning News. It is hard to believe, but hello, Monday. It has rolled around again. The killer bees, Bernadette Lee, Brandon Gummo. We are here with you this morning. All right. Also joining us in studio, one of the friends of the show, Chris Babin, the president of the Better Business Bureau of Acadiana. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? We are doing great this morning. Um, we always like when you come to visit us, and especially because you're bringing information to us. All right, Scam Tracker, for those who do not know, is a, a way for people to report situations that have happened in their area. Either it's something they're suspicious of when someone has tried to maybe get their identity, their bank information, or maybe even it's a situation in which you have given your money or information. And we highlight these from different zip codes to I'm let you know what's happening in our area. So first off, officially, good morning. Officially, good morning. So, Bernie, I think, you know, we, we've done this this segment on Mondays for, I mean, it's been a while now, <laughs> years. But the, um, you know, I don't think we started bringing Scam Tracker specific reports in until this year. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was early this year. And, you know, I think it really helps to let people know what's going on when we can talk about a specific instance that occurred. And if you can believe it, we've got a new one to talk about every week. So that kind of tells you how prevalent this stuff is. Every second of every day, it seems like, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and a lot of these scams that we talk about are scams we've covered loosely or arbitrarily in the past, but it means so much when we can say this is exactly what happened. So this scam coming out of 70501 okay. postal code. Um, just over the past week. So since I was here last week, this got reported to us. Okay. Um, business name, SMS Virtual Solutions out of Florida. Now, okay. we um, I have not accessed or looked up the, the BBB business profile on this business, but mm-hmm. they are a reputable organization out of Florida. Okay. However, 
locally here in the Acadiana area, scammers have been pretending to be with the company. Okay. And contacting consumers that are looking for jobs. So basically look at looking at the hiring post, mm. people that are putting their resumes out there, yeah. wanting employment, contacting them and letting them know that they were quote unquote hired. And here is the hiring process to proceed with um, accepting the job. Oh, gosh. So this lady here was 70501. Mm -hmm. She said after reaching out with the job offer, they Mm -hmm. let her know that she was hired, Mm -hmm. and they sent her a check that they wanted her to deposit into her account for $3,600. It was to work from home. So the position was to work from home. Right. How is she from here getting a job out of Florida? Well, we know work from home opportunities have greatly increased since COVID. It's become, sure have. you know, business, even us at the, at the BBB. I mean, we worked from home for almost three months during that time as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we didn't know how to work from home prior to that, but we, mm-hmm. we had to figure it out. So mm-hmm. a lot of companies have realized, well, this is an easy way to have employees right. that, you know, expand the job pool outside of our local area. <clears throat> when they sent her a check, let her know that she was hired, wanted her to deposit into her account to purchase some work equipment. And the remaining portion of the check, um, they wanted her to convert the funds to Bitcoin. Oh, no. So you see where this is kind of getting shady. Um, And she said, in quote, that the the process against standard banking practices that she knew was an attempt to scam her. And she didn't fall for it. That's good. So um, she did have the check. She did initially deposit it but realized the red flags and um, didn't proceed any further. Bank told her it was a fraudulent check. Um, so she avoided actually being scammed. Thank goodness, but I'm glad that she is willing to explain, hey, these are all the things that happened to me, and that prevents somebody else from from being scammed too. Yeah, and it's a vulnerable situation. You're out looking yes. for employment, and and you're hired. Mm-hmm. I mean, exciting. I mean, who wouldn't, maybe, yeah, maybe you've been excited. looking for a job for a while. You're so relieved, probably. Maybe work you know? from home is a, is a thing that you've really wanted mm-hmm. the ability to be able to do. So mm-hmm. you're like, this is a great opportunity. Okay, they're going to overpay me. Mm-hmm. You know, when we talk about employment scams, some of the things we talk about are the, the fake check over overpayment mm-hmm. and anything that is against standard hiring practices. So, mm-hmm. you know, she got a job right away. She, nowhere in here did she say she even had an interview. Wow, interesting. You know, which is obviously a red flag. Yes. Like, as an employer, I think you want to know who you're hiring. Yeah. And, Do you know, they really at least have the skills for what right, you're looking for? Right. So she was already on edge because none of that took place. But then the check, I mean, $3,600 worth, what they're hoping, so to, to connect the dots yeah, here. Yeah, how does What it they're hoping happens is that you, in turn... Go um, purchase equipment. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they're not going to say go on Amazon and find this equipment. They're going to say send the money to this person. They'll get the equipment lined up for you. Well, if you deposit that check, and let's just make it easy. Say you send the $3,600 elsewhere, mm-hmm. and then you realize that check doesn't clear. You're out. You're out. The money's money. gone, and the check's no good. Yep. So the fake check scam, that's how it happens. They want you to send money and do something with the money before your bank has time to determine that the, 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 the check is fraudulent, which sometimes might take two or three days. Yes. So if you deposit and withdraw at the same time, maybe you have a balance or a savings that allows you mm-hmm. to take those funds out. Yeah, like an overdraft protection even. That's right. That's something right. like when that. When that check doesn't clear, that's your funds that are gone uh-huh. and the check's no good. And a lot of times it's drawn on completely fake banks, routing numbers, account numbers. 
So there's not even really a way to trace. Okay, well, the, you know, it, it's just a completely fake check. How scary is that, too? Because thankfully, you know, somewhere in the process here, it got halted. And, you know, so she's not going to be out anything. But that has got to be so frustrating. Frustrating, And then if you were so excited to have, okay, I finally got a job. I'm going to be having some steady income. Yeah. That other disappointment and frustration. Absolutely. And it makes you more nervous for the next opportunity, which could be legitimate that comes along for you. Yeah. And it's the holidays. Yeah. And people look, you know? that's the worst time of year because you're really hoping that this is your opportunity. That's that right. This is going to happen. That's right. So we appreciate her for letting us know about this. Again, absolutely. Um, these types of things are, are, are happening every day. And, mm -hmm. and the reports that we get about it allow us to come on. You know, we appreciate you guys, KPL Town Square, for having us here, um, allowing us to share, you know, mm -hmm. what's going on. If you want more information about it, you can go to BBB.org. And something, Bernie, we don't mention all the time. We talk about Scam Tracker, but you can go to BBB.org and go to our consumer page. Okay. Which has all kinds of, of, of tips, information. Um, it, you would you would spend days on there trying to read all of the content. <laughs> and we're constantly updating it. So um, we have a business page as well for business mm -hmm. owners and managers looking for information. So use us as a resource. All of that's, all of that's free. Free, easy to use. Um, and like you said, you'll be reading kind of forever. Now, when it comes to items that people may want to purchase online, because it is, you know, a lot of people have already started their shopping. Mm -hmm. Many people may start this week because they're like, oh, gosh, only 20 days away. What would be some of the things that you would say, uh, if I look at something on Facebook Marketplace, for example, how what are some of the red flags there to look for as an example? So Facebook Marketplace, obviously, um, you know, you're probably going to be dealing with somebody more local. Mm -hmm. um, that's what that's geared towards. So you want to go through, you know, a little bit of a vetting process with how you're going to pay this person. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're just going to send money through Venmo or Cash App and you're not sure who they are, you know, just recognize that, okay, they're going to come by my house tomorrow and drop this off. But if they don't, I mean, that money is essentially gone when you use that kind of application. Now, another thing, and I've actually started hearing you know, Meta, the company that owns yes. Facebook and, mm -hmm. and whatever else, and, and that complexity there, advertising that when you look for stuff, that's what we're going to target you with, okay, on social media, mm -hmm. which naturally, you look at a pair of shoes, you get back on your Facebook later, you see yep. nothing but shoe ads. Nothing I mean, but shoes. They, they are very transparent about their targeting mm -hmm. what you're looking for. So the scary thing with that is they don't actually go through and vet the advertisements to make sure they're legitimate when they allow them to advertise. So as a scammer, you could create a lookalike website, put a whole bunch of money into your social media advertising. People that are looking for this product are going to see these ads mm -hmm. because Meta already said they're targeting them because they're looking for it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, as a consumer, go through a little bit of a vetting process when you click on that ad that then brings you to a website, because there are some websites that... I've never even heard of that come up advertising. Mm -hmm. Now, they could be good websites. Yeah, it could be totally legitimate. But, but Just, you want to look into it. Yes, yes. Um, there are free domain checkers online. So that's something that I personally do. Mm -hmm. If it's like, man, it's a great looking pair of shoes for mm -hmm. half the price. It says mm -hmm. they're leather and this. I have no idea who this retailer is. Mm -hmm. Well, for one, you can see if they have a profile with BBB. But two, check how long the domain's been around. Because if you go online and that domain's been around for three days, Ugh, at that point, and you're this like, happens, nah. and this does happen. Oh, I'm sure it does all the it time, does right? Yes. 
So you go, you know, three days, it's like, mm, something doesn't feel right about that. And there's been many times, friends, family members, people we know, people reporting to us on Scam Tracker, mm -hmm. they see an ad on Facebook, Instagram, any of these social media sites, click on it because it's a great deal. Mm -hmm. And it's just fake. Yeah, it's straight up fake. fake. I had a friend, uh, I guess it was about three years or so ago, went on, bought a product because it was really, really cute. Um, you know, lost their money, basically, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe about $45, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then shared it on Facebook to say, hey, listen, this is what happened to me. Don't do this. Right. And unfortunately, she really got Facebook shamed by her friends and family. Oh, you should have known. Don't do this. Don't do that. That's kind of counterproductive, too, <laughs> you know, because you're like, yeah. hey, I already know I made a mistake. I'm just trying to share it with y'all. Yeah. So let's not pile on and beat her up. You know, no judgment um, here. It happens to anybody. It can happen to anybody. The moment you think it can't happen to you is the time you may accidentally do something and click a button and say, man, I just didn't think that through. Well, and yeah, and, and yeah, the time when you think it's not going to happen to you, that's when it happens. Yeah. yeah. And that's why we like to share this information because, you know, as much as I come in and talk about this mm -hmm. through all of our media, I mean, deal with this yeah. day in and day out as, as my career. Yes. I'm still vulnerable to this stuff. Yeah. You have to pay attention, so, even more attention, probably. Absolutely. So, you know, just knowing what to look for, taking the extra minute to, to check mm -hmm. things out. Um, you mentioned online scams. Right now, it just continues to be uh, the number one riskiest scam, mm -hmm. you know, in volume and mm -hmm. money lost, mm -hmm. you know, and, and prevalence and, and how often people are coming across it. A lot of times you don't even realize it's a scam because you maybe didn't proceed with the order. You didn't put in the information that they need to scam you. But there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of scams going on online. Isn't that just crazy? Media. Yeah, especially on social media. Because they do. The ads are flashy. It may be that great price you were talking about. And it's very, very tempting. And the holiday time is just. That's the I worst. mean, with the holidays upon us, it's. Yeah, money is always extra Everywhere tiny. you turn. That's oh, right. yeah. Without a doubt. Okay. And the other part, too, at the BBB website, 98% of businesses are legitimate and great. And you can shop local right in your area That's and right. there's a whole bunch of reputable folks and they're on the BBB website too. Yeah. So our accredited members, that's for one, how we're supported. So we appreciate them, but they have basically taken the, the pledge to follow our standards. Yeah. That's what accreditation means. You know, a business can be a, a plus rated and be in good standing with us and not be accredited, mm -hmm. but the accredited members are the ones that said, I'm going to continue to follow these standards. I want to hold myself accountable. I want to support you guys. I want to help y'all hold other people accountable. Accountable too, And yeah. just right here in Acadiana, we cover seven parishes. We have just over 1,000 accredited members. That's awesome. Accredited business. Just over 1,000 right here in Acadiana. Mm -hmm. Wow. So that, no matter what you're looking for, product, service, mm -hmm. there's a business that's local and there's a business that's accredited that provides that. And, you know, should you have a disagreement, Better Business Bureau also works to, to make that become resolved and that's another great function yeah, yeah our, our dispute resolution process is one that is sometimes understated a lot of people mm -hmm. think oh a dispute a complaint you know it's not good mm -hmm. it really is a great way for us mm -hmm. to get involved as a neutral third party help consumers and businesses see eye to eye yep. a lot of times we've been able to help businesses recognize where they could change something in their process moving forward. Yeah, to make it easier, Maybe this wasn't better. clear in the contract. Yeah. So now they can make it more clear. Yes. Avoid that in the future. You know, we're here to be a resource and provide everything, all of our core services, you know, for free to the Acadiana area. And uh, 
We're looking forward to another great year coming up. I think it will be. And especially when we have all kinds of good stuff and information to know about and to learn about. Hey, Chris, thanks so much for your time this morning. Absolutely. Thank you all. All right. We will annoy you again next week if you allow us. (laughs) I will be here. Okay. That sounds good. It's coming up now on 751. You're listening to Acadiana's Morning News. This is your number one news, weather, and traffic source in Acadiana. This is News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. KPL covers Acadiana with Lowry's printing and copying. Help bring hope to the homeless in Acadiana this Christmas season by sponsoring a child through the Gifting Grace Project. Go to giftinggraceproject.com to select a child from their virtual angel tree. All donation of toys or money are due on Friday, December 9th and can be dropped off at the Gifting Grace Project headquarters. On Friday, December 9th, 2022, from 5 to 7 p.m. in Bendel Gardens, Emile's fourth annual holiday hot cocoa fundraiser is happening. This is a completely free event with live music, hot cocoa, and food trucks. The suggested donation is $5, or you can purchase a custom mug for $20. All proceeds from this event are going to the Junior League of Lafayette. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel965.com. It is coming up now on 755. Coming up in just a bit, Ben Broussard with Catholic Charities of Acadiana, who will be in to talk a little bit about all the stuff they are doing to help folks in our area who just need a little help during the holiday season. So we'll talk about that. Florida is set to begin a special session on insurance, homeowners insurance. That is something that probably the state of Louisiana should be doing as well. Now, are they going to do it? No, but they really should. Um, We need to try to attract even more new private insurers. Now, when Jim Donnellan was on with us last month, he did talk a lot about this. And they are at the Insurance Commission working to try to get more folks to insure our homes. And they are actively working on it. Do we maybe need some legislative action? Yeah, I think we do especially for the folks who have to use the insurer of last resort, their premiums are beyond, beyond. Like 63%. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. It is coming up now on 756. More to come on Acadiana's Morning News. purchase a home but need help coming up with the money to make it happen? Capital Area Finance Authority grant programs can help. Visit thecafa.org today. That's the C-A-F-A dot O-R-G. I'm Stuart Varney and this is the Fox Business Report. Stocks are pointing to a lower open on Wall Street. This is investors wait for a report this morning from the Institute for Supply Men, which is coming out with two economic reports on the services sector and factory orders. The non-manufacturing PMI, a key gauge of services sector activity, is expected to slip for the third month. It ended lower since hitting a record high last November. Lawmakers in California getting ready to return to work on a special session for gas prices. Elon Musk claims the risk of his assassination is quite significant. The social media platform's CEO telling listeners he definitely would not be doing any open-air car parades. Let me put that way. Frankly, the risk of something bad happening to me or even literally being shot is quite significant. 
That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Lillian Wu, invested in you. Starting to realize your small business is a little overwhelmed by the holiday rush? It's still not too late to get all of your shipping and mailing under control with Stamps.com. Sign up right now, and you'll be printing your own postage in just minutes. Counted USPS and UPS shipping rates. Just go Stamps.com. Click the mic at the top of the page and use code BUSINESS for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. That's Stamps.com. Code business. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. One last 2022 campaign day. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News in Georgia, where there's one final election tomorrow, a runoff. He has not spent his life as I have thinking about these issues. And every time he opens his mouth, is obvious. Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock this morning in Atlanta, trying to fend off a Republican challenge. Well, as a senator, he's failed the Georgia people. Herschel Walker's trying to give the GOP a 50th Senate seat. He needs that voter turnout. And if early voting numbers are any indication of what's to come, we'll get ready. The Secretary of State's office reports a whopping 1.8 million Georgians voted early or by absentee ballot. That's a quarter of active voters in the peak. State. That's Fox's Aisha Hosni in Loganville, Georgia. The price of oil is up more than $2, close to 83 bucks a barrel. The same day, a cap on Russian oil at $60 goes into effect, imposed by the U.S. and our G7 allies as punishment for the war in Ukraine. Russia says it will only supply oil to those who pay full price and... It's continuing to bomb Ukraine's infrastructure today, cutting off water service in Odessa. Power has been knocked out in many other areas. And here's on, despite Russian troops withdrawing there, the now liberated city continues to get shelled. Utility workers are doing their best to restore power amid freezing temperatures. But the daily attacks on civilian structures are causing fires, injuries, and even deaths. Fox's Jeff Paul in Kiev. There was also an attack on infrastructure in North Carolina. People spent a second night without power in Moore County. There are 37,000 outages. Officials say multiple power substations in Moore County were damaged by gunfire. The power outage began just after 7 on Saturday night. Some folks may not get their power back until later this week. No suspects have been identified in connection with the incident, and the FBI is now involved in the investigation. Fox's Ted Linder, a fight over rights at the Supreme Court today. A web designer who refuses to make wedding sites for same-sex couples based on a Christian faith, challenging Colorado's law. America's listening to Fox News. Dell Technologies' days of deals for business start now with fresh, limited-quantity deals on tech to drive productivity. Save on select performance laptops and desktops powered by 12th-gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything, and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. <sighs> Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. A trial is getting underway for 10 men in Belgium, six years after terror attacks that left 32 people dead. This will be the biggest trial in Belgian history. It will detail horrific acts and trigger painful memories. 
Two bombs exploded at Brussels International Airport, a third on a metro train. The dead included citizens of 11 countries, including the United States. Nine of those on trial are charged with multiple murders, but all are accused of being part of a terrorist group. One of the group is absent, presumed killed in Syria. The case is expected to last seven months. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. China has eased some more COVID restrictions after widespread protests over lockdowns. Demonstrations the U.S. supports against China's strict rules. Republican Senator Joni Ernst tells Fox News Sunday. They are welding people into their homes, not allowing them to come out. Um, people are starving in their homes, their businesses. A sell-off is brewing on Wall Street. Dow futures down more than 200 points ahead of this hour's opening bell. Baseball is getting a new Hall of Famer, Fred McGriff. The crime dog received all 16 votes from the Hall's Contemporary Era Committee. During his time on the writer's ballot, McGriff never picked up more than 40% of the vote. A grateful McGriff told the MLB Network. It's a great honor. It's, it's, it's the ultimate. Every player's uh, goal is to make it to Cooperstown, be a Hall of Famer. And so, uh, hey... I had to work on, just had to work on my patience a little bit, you know, perseverance, patience. McGriff was a five-time All-Star in his 19-year career. He belted 493 career home runs. That's Fox's Bob Martelli. Now, seven other players were rejected by that committee, including some under steroid suspicion like Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. On Sunday Night Football, Dallas crushed Indianapolis 54-19. Hours after San Francisco's costly 33-17 win over Miami, the 49ers lost quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo out for the year with a broken foot. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. For KPL News, I'm Brandon Como. Federal officials say inflation has slowed somewhat in recent weeks, but is it enough to be felt at street level by the average consumer? Kevin Gallagher. UL more. Lafayette economics professor Gary Wagner. I think in the short term, the answer to that is probably no. He says the 6% growth reported is an improvement, but too little to make a measurable difference in the average household. Wagner says look for the Fed to continue raising interest rates into 2023 to help slow the inflation growth. But there's more to the equation than that. I think the labor market's going to continue to slow. So I think in that way, economic conditions are going to continue to worsen. Not the rosiest of pictures. I'm Kevin Gallagher. With the holiday shopping season up and running for over a week now, economists are predicting spending this year to increase anywhere from 6 to 8% from last year. LSU Marketing Associate Professor Dan Rice says the prediction also has to account for record inflation. But based on the shopping trends that we're seeing, it looks like, for the most part, consumers are out there shopping. I mean, we've seen a huge increase in foot traffic in the stores, up 17%. Rice says online shopping is up 2% from last year because more people are using their phones to make online purchases. Rice says the majority of online transactions are purchased via a smartphone versus a tablet. But people will tend to spend longer on a site if they're shopping from home and will actually uh, oftentimes do the purchase from a computer even if they browse on their mobile device. Shopping trends have proven fruitful for Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and Cyber Monday this year. Rice says more retailers are extending their sales period and customers are responding. Retailers have been moving more and more towards early sales, and it seems like more and more people are taking advantage of that shopping earlier and earlier. And barring any supply chain disruptions and increase in fuel costs, etc., Rice expects sales to continue to go well for most retailers. The LSU Ag Center says it's possible this year's sugarcane crop could set a new record if sugar recovery levels continue to perform well. 
LSU Ag Center sugarcane specialist Dr. Kenneth Gravois says a couple of dry months in the harvest season allowed this season's sugarcane harvest in South Louisiana to get off to a fast start. Even though it's been rainy and very wet lately, uh, most of our bad land is out, so that means most of our higher sandier ground is left for harvest. Grava says it looks like the crop will produce some 245 pounds of sugar for each ton of sugarcane harvested, which could lead to a record crop. We have the potential to make over 2 million tons this year. We'll celebrate that one after the crop. <laughs> Early in the season, mills are struggling due to high molasses levels, but Grava says it appears the problem has solved itself. Our mill capacities have gone up since we've kind of gotten past the molasses issue. So right now our mills are grinding at a high rate with high sugar recovery. According to the American Sugarcane League, Louisiana's sugar industry had an economic impact of about $3 billion in our state with nearly 17,000 jobs throughout Louisiana supported by sugarcane. The election coming up on Saturday, the runoff election for Louisiana Public Service Commission District 3 is getting national attention and a lot of money is being spent. Marcin Goldsby has more. 30-year-old challenger Devontae Lewis and 57-year-old incumbent Lambert Boissier III are in a runoff December 10th. LawPolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford says Lewis raised $30,000 in just one three-day period last week and then Boissier loaned himself 20000 This is uncommon. This is rare. We do not see incumbents kind of fall behind the eight ball. The BSC regulates utilities and sets electric rates. This may be like the first peak of this anti-entergy sentiment because I think some of that is rolled in. I'm Marcin Goldsby. The Louisiana Raging Cajun football team has accepted an invitation to the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl in Shreveport. The Cajuns will face the Houston Cougars on December 23rd. It's the Cajuns' fifth consecutive bowl appearance, but their first in the Independence Bowl. A Louisiana mom is suing Airbnb over the death of her son, Jennifer Marshall's son, Jordan Marshall of New Orleans, was one of three American tourists who died of carbon monoxide poisoning at an Airbnb rental in Mexico City last October. The suit seeks to hold Airbnb accountable and to require all of their listings to include working smoke and carbon monoxide detectors. A $50,000 Powerball winner was sold in Sorrento, Louisiana as part of Saturday night's drawing. That drawing did not produce a jackpot winner, so when they draw again tonight, the estimated top prize will be $89 million. By the way, Tuesday's Mega Millions drawing will be worth an estimated $354 million. The Lafayette Farmers and Artisans Market will host a Christmas market at Monkus Park on Thursday evening this week. The event, featuring a variety of food and gift ideas, will be held under the oaks between 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. Over the weekend, Washington Marion High School principal Ronnie Harvey Jr., was honored in Washington, D.C. Harvey, Louisiana's 2022 High School Principal of the Year, was honored at a conference sponsored by the National Association of Secondary School Principals. Back to sports. After losing in the SEC Championship game, LSU will have an opportunity to win its 10th game of the season in Orlando when they play Purdue in the Citrus Bowl on January 2nd at noon. Coach Brian Kelly believes it's already been a successful season, winning the SEC West, but getting to 10 wins would be really sweet. You do want people to feel good about it from an outside-in perspective, and a win would do that. Ten wins does that. It's kind of that, you know, that mark that if you can get to double digits, you know, you can kind of walk away and go, all right, everybody feels good about it. Season tickets are up. Everybody's feeling good. Everybody's patting themselves on the back. Now, there's a chance some major contributors to the 2022 team will not play in the bowl game, 
and instead prepare themselves for the NFL draft. Kelly says they'll have those discussions with those players. And we'll give them both sides of the story. Is it better to practice and prepare and and work on your skill development as you kind of get ready for, you know, an East-West Shrine game or, uh, a, you know, a senior bowl? Uh, is is that better than, you know, trying to run a 40? Uh, we'll, we'll give them all that information. And then ultimately it's their choice. Now the NCAA transfer portal opens today and LSU hit the portal hard to help create the 2022 season. Kelly says they'll get some guys out of the portal again this year, but they really want to build the program with players they sign out of high school. We don't always want to be a turn-it-over program where we're bringing in transfers and turning the program over. So we need to grow, and you got to do that by recruiting freshmen and giving them the opportunity to step on the field and, and develop. From LSU to Tulane, after winning the American Athletic Conference, the Green Wave will play in the Cotton Bowl and face USC on January 2nd. Coach Willie Fritz says he can't wait to take on the Trojans. Well, playing New Year's uh, Six Bowl is huge, you know, but it obviously, you know, you, you want to go, go in and compete and, and uh, you know, test yourself against a team that's, you know, year in and year out, always you know, competing for national titles. So it's a huge challenge for us, but we're looking forward to it. And even though they've had mostly a forgettable season so far, the New Orleans Saints don't want to forget about them as they visit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tonight for Monday Night Football. The New Orleans, while they're only 4-8, and eight, they are still alive to win the NFC South as the Bucs are in first place with only a 5-6 and six record. New Orleans defensive end Cameron Jordan says they can't suffer any more losses. It doesn't matter the opponent right now. We have to win or we're going to be sitting at the same place we were in the last year outside of the playoffs, and that's not where we want to be. We have a chance. We have to be able to capitalize upon that. Plenty of moisture across Acadiana, which is leading to the development of some thick fog out there early on here as we get ready to start another work week. Temperatures, despite a lot of clouds today, going to be getting up to about 78 degrees in the afternoon. It does get very, very warm and muggy out there today. Really going to continue to warm up as well. I think we're going to average the low 80s here over the next several days so be prepared for a warm week mostly cloudy skies today a 30 percent chance for a light passing shower you want to keep a lot of clouds in place actually over the next few days think we're going to go partly to mostly cloudy skies tomorrow with a little bit of patchy sunshine returning maybe by midweek staying warm though all the way through this week next cool down not really expected till maybe the end of next weekend from the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, looking at what's happening on the roadways right now, we do have a crash university at West Congress. That's University at West Congress. Also, we have a crash popping up in the 1900 block of Moss Street. This is uh, right near its intersection with Denan Street, right by Northside High. Healthy life. Coming up now on 817. If you're getting on the roadway, you are seeing there is still some fog out there this morning. Otherwise, mostly cloudy. 67 right now. Bernadette Lee, Brandon Como, the Killer Bees, back with you. And we are not alone. Ben Broussard with Catholic Charities of Acadiana. Hey, good morning. Good morning, everyone. How are you? Man, I'm great. It's good to be sitting in this chair. Yep, us too. That's how we feel about it, too. 
It does look a little blah today, but yes. as we have said, it is the most wonderful time of the year. It is. It's so the most wonderful time of the year. We should be happy and, and grateful still, right? I mean, yeah. it's good stuff we got going here. Now, look, speaking of good stuff, there are so many people, and I don't know if people understand the impact necessarily, because I think if you're just going about your life and living your budget, you know, um, you just go and do the things you got to do. For some, the budget might be maybe exceptionally tighter. Yeah. And food insecurity is a big issue for a lot of folks in Acadiana. So what's happening with FoodNet Food Drive? What are you doing? How do we help yeah. with food? And So just to, just to paint the picture, okay? So we, we nobody wants to say the C word anymore, mm-hmm, okay? COVID. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to say that. But mm-hmm. what what is the, the kind of economic fallout of the last two years? Mm-hmm. Is that pay has not gone up, mm-hmm. uh, but if you've opened your utility bill lately, that has doubled. That's right. Food prices have gone up. Mm-hmm. And so those who are up against, you know, they, they have those tight budgets. There's no margin. Mm-hmm. And so we at Catholic Charities of Acadiana, we receive 425 phone calls per day. Wow. Okay. That you say really it again for the, for the folks in the back. Yeah. 425 phone calls a day. Um, it, it, from folks in Acadiana who are in some kind of a situational or a chronic crisis. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is, man, I'm having to make the decision between fixing my car so I can get to work so I don't lose my job or keeping my lights on or paying my rent mm-hmm. or putting food on the table. And so some of these things, man, I, we can't help you with. Food, we feel like here in Acadiana, we can help with that when you're up against a pinch. It's mm-hmm. not everybody, but some people are. Mm-hmm. And so FoodNet, uh, Food Bank is one of our programs. And so we, um, we will distribute about 750 bags of food, supplemental bags of food um, per week. And that helps somebody through an entire week. And that's when you're up against that, that, you know, that hard time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we are purchasing lots of food. We're just having to do it. Like I think the, the common misconception is that food banks distribute food that is donated to them, period. And so, yes, we do do that. Right, that's part we of it. We do do that, but when you run out of food, you have to purchase it. Yep. Uh, but here, here we are, the Food for Families food drive, which is, mm-hmm. it is an annual thing, 36 years going. All the dating Gosh. all the way back to the late 80s, okay? <laughs> Our, the founder of FoodNet, Marcel Citron, mm-hmm. um, one of my life's regrets is that I never got to meet, meet Marcel. Her. I yeah. heard that she was a fabulous individual who cared about the community. She stepped up when, when the times got tough. Um, and so this is, a, this is an opportunity for Acadiana to come out with those non-perishable food donations, things, um, things like box crackers, uh, peanut butter, um, instant oatmeal. You've got pasta, spaghetti sauce, canned fruit and vegetables, granola bars. These are the kind of things that we can put together uh, and help out a family who is in a pinch. Mm-hmm. But um, I will personally be at the Cajun Dome mm-hmm. all day on Tuesday. It's mm-hmm. the longest day of the year. It's wonderful, <laughs> though. Uh, but if you're in, if you're listening in Basile, mm-hmm. if you're in St. Landry Parish, Bro Bridge down to St. Mary Parish, go to catholiccharitiesacadiana.org. Mm-hmm. There's a list of over 20 locations where you can bring your donation of non-perishable food, and that donation stays local. 
I it, absolutely it love people, that. Yeah, it's going to mm-hmm. assist a partner food pantry mm-hmm. in that area. Mm-hmm. And so, like, this is just a wonderful opportunity in the most wonderful time of the year. Yep. To show up and show out. You know, I can't even imagine, too, if it has, you know, something's happened health-wise and for some reason you can't work, that that income is not coming in, and being able to have to say, look, I really need help. I really need some food. Mm-hmm. I need somebody to help me fill a gap. Um, that, uh, boy, is happening far too often right now. So y'all receive 425 calls a day. 425 phone calls a day. Now, note that Catholic Charities is 13 programs. Right, right, uh, right. So, sure, so it could still. be somebody saying, hey, I don't have a, a, the safety of shelter tonight. Yeah. I, I, I need, help me a, I need a place that. to rest. Um, I, I have... I have something that I'm up against that I, I have no family connection. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no tethers to the community. I, I lack resources. Like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's 9,000-something phone calls a month if you're working five days a week. And, yeah. and some of our programs are seven days a week. A week and so, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's just kind of the state of, state of the community right now, you know? Yes, to say the least. Now, do we, is there a way like, uh, we're like, oh man, we got to go to work tomorrow. And what if we are the, the lucky person that also has a meeting during lunch? Um, can we just go online and help as well? Yeah. Okay. So, so a monetary contribution yeah. um, would be a super compassionate choice because we are spending twenty to $25,000 per month purchasing food. Uh, because we want to be an organization wow. that, that responds in compassion. Yeah. You know, because uh, it's. I think about some of the families that call us. Mm-hmm. Some of these stories that we're hearing, it's not what you'd expect. Yeah. Um, yeah, like like we planned really well, and then this happened, and then this happened, and we found ourselves in a position that we did not expect ourselves to be in. Mm-hmm. And so often it's a temporary outreach to somebody until they get back on their feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, making that monetary contribution, uh, that 100% tax-deductible year-end contribution to FoodNet Food Bank, you can do that at catholiccharitiesacadiana.org. Catholiccharitiesacadiana.org. Okay. Go back to that number again, about $25,000? $20,000 to $25,000 per month wow. purchasing food uh, to assist the community. Indeed. So yeah, um, that's just that common misconception that food banks or food pantries only distribute food that is donated to them. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot yeah, of buying that yeah, has to happen. Yeah, yeah. And thankfully, we have people. a partnership with a local grocery store, Adrian mm-hmm. Supermarket mm-hmm. on Congress. Mm-hmm. Um, they give us, I mean, they give us a really, really good price to, to purchase bulk from them. Which I think is uh, so incredibly Absolutely, wonderful. yeah. Mm-hmm. In this in this state of the economy where food is... Yeah. <laughs> look, I'm raising three <sighs> boys and it costs a lot I can't even feed those mouths. <laughs> it just does. It costs a lot. But, uh, you know. Yeah, we'll have three hamburgers each. Okay, kids. <laughs> Make it last, boys. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and for those who may be thinking, well, I'm not really sure about this. And don't people get free food? And it doesn't always work about, uh, the way that we may think of it in our minds. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it really doesn't. And just because you may have some assistance that may not be enough to cover all your needs for a week or a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with it, I think about our elderly clients. I mm-hmm. think about uh, folks who are on, um, they're on fixed incomes. Mm-hmm. There's no wiggle room. Yep. There's and nothing so, there. Tr- truly, the question we have to ask ourselves is like, what is our responsibility mm-hmm. as a community? 
Um, and we would believe that, that like, if no one is going to assist them, um, then we have to step in. We mm-hmm. got to. Um, because if there is a way to minimize suffering in the community, we've got to find a way to do it. Absolutely. And I think we're that kind of community. Yeah. We're a can-do kind of community. Oh, yeah. I really think. Yeah, and there's a, there's all kind of things we can argue about. Mm-hmm. I'll say this often. We can mm-hmm. argue about all kind of things. Look, we politics, the state of the, the world, all those things. Mm-hmm. But in South Louisiana, a meal, that's like that's the fabric of our community is Absolutely. built on sitting around a table and sharing a meal. And so mm-hmm. um, helping out a family or an individual um, that you may never meet, this is the way that Acadiana does it. Absolutely. Co and pan, companion. Oh, You know, man. you're breaking the bread. There it is. You know? And so you're right. That's at the heart of yep. our community. Yep. So yep. how how long are you going to be at the Cajun Dome? <laughs> we will, we will what be time are you waking up yeah. tomorrow? Okay, so the alarm goes off at 3.30 tomorrow. Oh. We'll be at the Cajun Dome around 4.30. But we're, <laughs> hey, we will, we, will, we will hang out with any of you who want to come between 5 a.m. and 6.30. So wow. come on down. Come say hi. There's going to be all kind of festivities. Um, it's going to be it's going to be fabulous. Absolutely, it sounds like it. Ben, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us about it. We appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, y'all. It's easy to do. Catholic Charities of Acadiana. dot org. Did is did and the, the of is in there as well. Of is it not in there? Okay, I know it's Catholic the longest website address in history. <laughs> Catholic Charities dot org. You don't need that of part. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll remind people tomorrow, too. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate it. Coming up now on 827. Want to hear Christmas music on your schedule? Check out the KPL News app and click on the Christmas music icon. Brought to you by Christmas at Bridgepoint Farms, 115 Enterprise Boulevard, just off of Johnston Street. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. For KPEL News, I'm Brandon Como. Federal officials say inflation has slowed somewhat in recent weeks, but is it enough to be felt at street level by the average consumer? Kevin Gallagher. UL Lafayette economics professor Gary Wagner. I think in the short term, the answer to that is probably no. He says the 6% growth reported is an improvement, but too little to make a measurable difference in the average household. Wagner says look for the Fed to continue raising interest rates into 2023 to help slow the inflation growth. But there's more to the equation than that. I think the labor market's going to continue to slow. So I think in that way, economic conditions are going to continue to worsen. Not the rosiest of pictures. I'm Kevin Gallagher. With the holiday shopping season up and running for over a week now, economists are predicting spending this year to increase anywhere from 6 to 8% from last year. LSU Marketing Associate Professor Dan Rice says the prediction also has to account for record inflation. But based on the shopping trends that we're seeing, it looks like for the most part, consumers are out there shopping. I mean, we've seen a huge increase in foot traffic in the stores, up 17%. Rice says online shopping is up 2% from last year because more people are using their phones to make online purchases. Rice says the majority of online transactions are purchased via a smartphone versus a tablet. But people will tend to spend longer on a site if they're shopping from home and will actually uh, oftentimes do the purchase from a computer even if they browse on their mobile device. 
Shopping trends have proven fruitful for Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and Cyber Monday this year. Rice says more retailers are extending their sales period and customers are responding. Retailers have been moving more and more towards early sales, and it seems like more and more people are taking advantage of that shopping earlier and earlier. And barring any supply chain disruptions and increase in fuel costs, etc., Rice expects sales to continue to go well for most retailers. The LSU Ag Center says it's possible this year's sugarcane crop could set a new record if sugar recovery levels continue to perform well. LSU Ag Center sugarcane specialist Dr. Kenneth Gravois says a couple of dry months in the harvest season allowed this season's sugarcane harvest in South Louisiana to get off to a fast start. Even though it's been rainy and very wet lately, uh, most of our bad land is out, so that means most of our higher sandier ground is left for harvest. Gravel says it looks like the crop will produce some 245 pounds of sugar for each ton of sugarcane harvested, which could lead to a record crop. We have the potential to make over 2 million tons this year. We'll celebrate that one after the crop. <laughs> Early in the season, mills are struggling due to high molasses levels, but Gravel says it appears the problem has solved itself. Our mill capacities have gone up since we've kind of gotten past the molasses issue. So right now our mills are grinding at a high rate with high sugar recovery. According to the American Sugarcane League, Louisiana's sugar industry had an economic impact of about $3 billion in our state with nearly 17,000 jobs throughout Louisiana supported by sugarcane. The election coming up on Saturday, the runoff election for Louisiana Public Service Commission District 3 is getting national attention and a lot of money is being spent. Marcin Goldsby has more. 30-year-old challenger Devontae Lewis and 57-year-old incumbent Lambert Boisset III are in a runoff December 10th. LawPolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford says Lewis raised $30,000 in just one three-day period last week and then Boisset loaned himself 20000 This is uncommon. This is rare. We do not see incumbents kind of fall behind the eight ball. The PSC regulates utilities and sets electric rates. This may be like the first peak of this anti-entergy sentiment because I think some of that is rolled in. I'm Marcin Goldsby. The Louisiana Raging Cajun football team has accepted an invitation to the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl in Shreveport. The Cajuns will face the Houston Cougars on December 23rd. It's the Cajuns' fifth consecutive bowl appearance, but their first in the Independence Bowl. A Louisiana mom is suing Airbnb over the death of her son, Jennifer Marshall's son, Jordan Marshall, of New Orleans, was one of three American tourists who died of carbon monoxide poisoning at an Airbnb rental in Mexico City last October. The suit seeks to hold Airbnb accountable and to require all of their listings to include working smoke and carbon monoxide detectors. A $50,000 Powerball winner was sold in Sorrento, Louisiana, as part of Saturday night's drawing. That drawing did not produce a jackpot winner, so when they draw again tonight... The estimated top prize will be $89 million. By the way, Tuesday's Mega Millions drawing will be worth an estimated $354 million. The Lafayette Farmers and Artisans Market will host a Christmas market at Monkus Park on Thursday evening this week. The event featuring a variety of food and gift ideas will be held under the oaks between 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. Over the weekend, Washington Marion High School Principal Ronnie Harvey Jr., was honored in Washington, D.C. Harvey, Louisiana's 2022 High School Principal of the Year, was honored at a conference sponsored by the National Association of Secondary School Principals. Back to sports. After losing in the SEC Championship game, LSU will have an opportunity to win its 10th game of the season in Orlando 
when they play Purdue in the Citrus Bowl on January 2nd at noon. Coach Brian Kelly believes it's already been a successful season, winning the SEC West, but getting to 10 wins would be really sweet. You do want people to feel good about it from an outside-in perspective, and a win would do that. Ten wins does that. It's kind of that, you know, that mark that if you can get to double digits, you know, you can kind of walk away and go, all right, everybody feels good about it. Season tickets are up. Everybody's feeling good. Everybody's patting themselves on the back. Now, there's a chance some major contributors to the 2022 team will not play in the bowl game and instead prepare themselves for the NFL draft. Kelly says they'll have those discussions with those players. And we'll give them both sides of the story. Is it better to practice and prepare and, and work on your skill development as you kind of get ready for, you know, an East-West Shrine game or, uh, a, you know, a senior bowl? Uh, is, is that better than, you know, trying to run a 40? Uh, we'll, we'll give them all that information. And then ultimately it's their choice. Now the NCAA transfer portal opens today and LSU hit the portal hard to help create the 2022 season. Kelly says they'll get some guys out of the portal again this year, but they really want to build the program with players they sign out of high school. We don't always want to be a turn-it-over program where we're bringing in transfers and turning the program over. So we need to grow, and you got to do that by recruiting freshmen and giving them the opportunity to step on the field and, and develop. From LSU to Tulane, after winning the American Athletic Conference, the Green Wave will play in the Cotton Bowl and face USC on January 2nd. Coach Willie Fritz says he can't wait to take on the Trojans. Well, playing New Year's uh, Six Bowl is huge, you know, but it obviously, you know, you, you want to go, go in and compete and, and uh, you know, test yourself against a team that's, you know, year in and year out, always you know, competing for national titles. So it's a huge challenge for us, but we're looking forward to it. And even though they've had mostly a forgettable season so far, the New Orleans Saints don't want to forget about them as they visit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tonight for Monday Night Football. The New Orleans, while they're only 4-8, and eight, they are still alive to win the NFC South as the Bucs are in first place with only a 5-6 and six record. New Orleans defensive end Cameron Jordan says they can't suffer any more losses. It doesn't matter the opponent right now. We have to win or we're going to be sitting at the same place we were at the end of last year outside of the playoffs, and that's not where we want to be. We have a chance, and we have to be able to capitalize upon that. Plenty of moisture across Acadiana, which is leading to the development of some thick fog out there early on here as we get ready to start another work week. Temperatures, despite a lot of clouds today, going to be getting up to about 78 degrees in the afternoon. It does get very, very warm and muggy out there today. Really going to continue to warm up as well. I think we're going to average the low 80s here over the next several days so be prepared for a warm week mostly cloudy skies today a 30 percent chance for a light passing shower we're going to keep a lot of clouds in place actually over the next few days think we're going to go partly to mostly cloudy skies tomorrow with a little bit of patchy sunshine returning maybe by midweek staying warm though all the way through this week next cool down not really expected till maybe the end of next weekend from the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. This Cyber Week, they have the perfect gift for every solver on your list from names like Milwaukee to Walden North Star. Northern Tool and Equipment, made for gift giving. News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, traffic. All right, so looking at what's happening uh, on the roadways right now, we have a crash, uh, University of Congress. Also, North Grant Street at East 2nd Street. So that's Grant at 2nd. And then also we have a crash popping up. The show's uh, on, well, it was shown the 1800 block of the Evangeline Thruway. 
Um, but other than that, roadways are looking better, but uh, we still have those crashes that are being worked right now. Como here with you on Acadiana's Morning News. And uh, joining us right now in the studio is Audrey Ann Fontenot with uh, Home for the Holidays, Acadian Home Builders Association, as we have the big grand prize and an additional prize that will be drawn a little bit later on this week. Audrey Ann, good morning. Good morning, Brandon. Thank you so much for having me this morning. Nah, thank you for, uh, for coming in and thank you for everything that y'all do. Um, you know, you guys raise money through this, um, you know, through this drawing for four very deserving charities each year. This year, obviously no different. Uh, mention those charities as a reminder to our listeners, please. Sure. So when the project began 18 years ago, um, it's our mission at the Home Builders to ensure that there's safe, affordable shelter for the residents in mm -hmm. Lafayette or in Acadiana. And um, this project enables us to funnel money into those agencies who already have those wheels in motion. Mm -hmm. um, and so we have adopted Faith House, which is a domestic violence shelter, mm -hmm. um, Healing House, which is a grief shelter for children, Foster the Love, Louisiana, which is a program that um, facilitates the transition into foster care, mm -hmm. and then Lafayette Habitat for Humanity, which assists. Um, individuals with the opportunity to purchase their first home. So there you go. Four, again, very deserving charities. And it's all local. Uh, all the money raised um, by this stays local here in Acadiana. And y'all have been doing this for 18 years at least. That's correct. This is our 18th house. And in the previous seven, 17 years, mm -hmm. we've um, poured back into the community right at $2.7 million. Right. And so we wanted to get you on. Just as another reminder for people right now that again, Wednesday is the big day. Is that is it's it the Wednesday is that when the drawing is gonna happen and then you're gonna have uh the big announcement on KTC? So that's correct. Okay. Today and tomorrow are the final two days to mm -hmm. purchase tickets. And all tickets purchased by midnight tomorrow will go into our final two drawings and we have a gorgeous mm -hmm. uh diamond pendant that has been um, designed specifically for Home for the Holidays. The folks over at Diana Ray Jewelry, I mean, we have a photo of it on our website. It is a phenomenal piece. So anyone who wins that as a, um, you know, follow-up prize, yeah. it, it's phenomenal. You, <laughs> you'll definitely be coming out ahead. Um, but thanks to our friends at Diana Ray for that. And then, of course, um, during the 6 p.m. newscast, we will do the drawing live mm -hmm. for the home for the holidays. So, uh, you know, y'all have been giving away uh, cash prizes as well throughout this, um, you know, throughout this uh, whole giveaway process. Um, the home itself, tell our listeners a little bit about it um, as $100 is the, the cost of the ticket. And it'll, it puts you in that drawing, in that running for the pendant, uh, but also for the home itself. Tell our listeners where the home is and how beautiful it is. Sure. So the home was built by Charlie Genet and his um, team over at the Gen Group Construction. Mm -hmm. It's located in part of the new traditional neighborhood development out in Scott, which is called West Village. Yes. If you haven't been there, it's a really phenomenal It is. I've, I've passed through that development many times. It is very beautiful. It's great. So there's a larger part, which is called West Village, mm -hmm. and then there is a smaller section with 
um, larger lots, mm -hmm. um, which is a separate section of the development. It's called the Estates at uh -huh. West Village. Yes. And that's where the home for the holidays is located. Mm -hmm. um, a gorgeous home, two stories. Not much has been left out of right. this house. I mean, it's a brand new construction. All the fine details. Um, it's valued at um, over $565,000. Wow. So just a phenomenal home. And I'll tell you that, and I think Charlie would agree, that it is absolutely a labor of love. You know, Charlie receives not a dime for um, building this house. Right. He completely volunteers all of his time, all of his services, and is with the cooperation of so many um, subcontractors who donate their materials, their labor, their product. Um, so it really is the culmination of just a, a collaborative effort. Um, that's one side of the campaign. Mm -hmm. The other side of the campaign is the cooperation from the public mm -hmm. that we receive each year with ticket purchases. Um, those two married together enable the Home Builders Association to do what we do. Um, we are the face that, you know, administers those checks it, right. each year, but it's without the community, it would be impossible. Um, so time is ticking less than 48 hours. Mm -hmm. um, someone will truly have the opportunity to have a new home for the holidays. And um, it's a gorgeous house. I say it each year mm. that I don't think that anything could, you know, top this house. And yet here we are again. Well, and it's another beautiful home. And, you know, getting to meet these uh, builders every year, you know, you'd mentioned the fact that they don't, you know, take a dime from this. They're so excited, like, it, you know, and, and, and they're honored to be able to do it as well, to be a part of um, this giving process. And, you know, it, it's an opportunity for them to, like you said, put that labor of love into that home um, as the culmination of this charitable giving that goes on. Um, and, and I'm sure that there's probably a little bit of a competition amongst them to be able to say, Hey, you know, you got one that's great this year. Now it's my turn. Let me put my own stamp on it. Oh, as well. absolutely. And my house sold the most tickets you or, you know, so it absolutely is a friendly yeah. competition. You know, Brandon, you hit the nail on the head. The Home Builders Association's members build houses for a living. Mm -hmm. While we are not able to build houses for everyone in our community, mm -hmm. This is an opportunity for us to put to work what we do best and to use that as a catalyst to be able to do more in our community. So it truly is um, a wonderful opportunity. We appreciate so much um, the community's trust in us mm -hmm. to be able to do this campaign each year. $100 ticket does enable you the opportunity to win either the diamond pendant or the house, but it's when you divide that by four, it's $25 per charity. Right. And your $100 ticket is just expanded, I mean, so greatly that we're able to give hundreds of thousands of dollars to these agencies. So even though you may not feel like you can do a lot, with this $100 donation, you're enabling an organization in this community to pour back thousands and thousands. And so it does take everyone's help to get this accomplished. And one more time, please remind our listeners where they can get these tickets. Absolutely. So now we're at, you know, uh, we're at the finish line. So it's home for the holidays, LA.com, or you can um, call our ticket number at 866-485-3239 and we'll get those ticket purchases squared away. All right. Audrey and Fontenot, thank you so much for your time. 
All right, we'll be Thank right you, back. Brandon. We'll be right back right after this to wrap everything up. Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. Moon Griffon, next on News Talk 96.5. West Baton Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a Convention South Reader's Choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net. The Cape Hill topic train is running right on time. Speeding through the headlines to start your day. Brought to you by Broussard Pochet LLP, certified public accountants. All right, so we're wrapping it up with the topic train today. And on this day, this December 5th, 1933, this day in history, America's nearly 14-year, as they called it at the time, noble experiment in alcohol prohibition ends with the ratification of the 21st Amendment. Now, today is Walt Disney Day. Walter Elias Disney was born on December 5th, 1901. Walt Disney once mused on a television program, quote, I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it all started with a mouse. We move now to the world of sports as the Ragin' Cajuns were able to get an invitation to the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl in Shreveport. They'll face the Houston Cougars on December 23rd. It's the Cajuns' fifth consecutive bowl appearance, but their first in the Independence Bowl. So, Cajuns, there's been a couple times, one in particular I can think of in 2006, in which it looked like we were going to go to the Independence Bowl and a lot of controversy surrounding why we didn't go in that one. But um, Cajuns finally going to make their way up to Shreveport as they'll take on the Houston Cougars. And I like it. It's a battle between Louisiana and Texas, essentially, in that matchup. So that should be a really good game. Also, tonight, don't forget the Saints. Yeah, their season has been rough so far. But if they win tonight, they'll have the same number of wins as the first-place Tampa Bay Bucks. The Saints are right out of first place, and they will be taking on Tampa Bay tonight with major playoff implications on the line, despite the fact that they have had a terrible season so far. So keep all that in mind as the Saints will be taking on Tampa Bay Bucks tonight. The Raging Cajuns getting to celebrate going to a bowl game as they were able to attain that sixth win in the final game of the season. So that is going to do it for Acadiana's Morning News this morning. Bernie will join me tomorrow as we once again get things going here. Tomorrow will be the Tuesday edition of the show. Here on News Talk 96.5 KPL, Moon Griffon up next. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. During a campaign event in Georgia on Friday, President Barack Obama said you don't give Uncle Joe, quote, serious responsibilities. Now, whether or not he was referring to Joe Biden as Uncle Joe is not entirely clear. In all fairness, during the 2020 campaign, Obama referred to Trump also as your crazy uncle. You know, the Democrats definitely have a fascination with uncles as being influential and transformative family figures. I mean, right before Thanksgiving, Biden released the White House talking points to use with that uncle at Thanksgiving dinner. Of course, Obama always said he wanted to run the country again via a front man in the White House. Well, who better of a front man than your crazy old Uncle Joe? Whether it's a Freudian slip or not, the truth is we really shouldn't be giving Joe serious responsibilities. Return each weeknight with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Parr. 
from 9 to 10 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KPEL.